Mic check, mic check. <clears throat> Morning of the Masters podcast. I'm your host, Maine. We all lose when the family feuds. What's better than one Democrat? Two. Uh, what's better than one billionaire? Two. Yeah. Especially if they from the same hue as you. Y'all stop me when I stop telling the truth. You ain't lie yet, ho. Morning Masters podcast, <laughs> man. Um, that ain't even a statement. Nobody like wins when the family feuds, man. Wait, that ain't political. I have no other way to say it. Can I get an amen from the congregation? Give me an amen. Can I get an amen from the congregation? One more time, Yonsei. Okay. Okay. Now, all I need to say is that nobody wins when the family feuds. Hove said it. He meant it. It makes sense. Think about it. Pause. And now you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> Water Masters Podcast, I'm your host, Maine, of course. I got a special interview, special podcast. Um, Joe Trainer, you know what I'm saying? Um, activist, uh, politician, uh, Democrat or former Democrat, I'm not really sure. But y'all make your own take on that. We spoke for a very, very long time, two hours to be exact. A little over two hours to be exact, mind you. Um, and we got down to the bottom of some things. He told his story. I asked questions from other point of views and just things that I've thought or maybe things that I've heard. And um, it was dope. It was good to to uh, to have that dialogue because I don't do politics at all uh, normally. Honestly, you know what? Everybody does politics. We all do politics. Anything. If you work at a job and you hiring and firing, you do politics. If you work at a job and you are you have any kind of influence on any decision making, you do politics. So I'm not gonna say I don't do politics, but I'm not into that. Nobody wins when the family hey, feels. Hold up. Wait, we all screwed because we never wait. had the tools. We never had the tools. We never had the tools. And nobody wins when the family feuds. So I just want to say that and, and keep and keep that in your mind when you listen to this podcast and this interview. I ain't going to hold you very long time. Uh, I want anybody that have any questions to hit me up at moretttmasters at gmail.com. Follow More Masters on Facebook. We all we lose out. when the family feuds. What's better than one billionaire? Two? I'll be damned if I drink some Belvedere while I fuck Ross the Rock. Y'all need to stop. Alright, mic check, mic check, mic check. Morning Masters Podcast and those main of course. I want to say this episode is sponsored by The Complex, host of all your event needs, birthday parties, retirement parties, business meetings, etc. at 1914 Walton Way. Hit us up. Um, I got a special guest in the building with me today. Um, to the left of me, I have Joe. Ben. No, it's a funny one. Everybody, it's <laughs> Trainer. Yeah, trainer. I thought, train I never was trainer. It was it was trainer because I, right. I you look like you could be Hispanic. Right. No. I, yeah, I got the days. Hispanic and the Italian in me. So yeah, yeah so you never know. <laughs> it is a picture of you. I'm not gonna lie. It's a black and white picture. I guess it's like the Nike thing that was going oh, yeah. on. And I was like, okay, is he white or is he or is he is he mixed? I didn't. I, didn't, I wasn't sure. So right. I I was proud. I said trainer, trainer. You know, I didn't know. I thought yeah. I'm gonna let him no, say, you, you know, you're not definitely not the first time. All, not, all coming up through school, it was trainer, trainer. Trina, yeah, I and then <laughs> I think when you when the time you added me on Facebook a while back, yeah. I believe that you had a headband on in your profile picture. Oh, yeah. so I, I thought you were a trainer for real. Like, oh, I was yeah. like, I didn't know if you were really a trainer for real. That like, would be okay. good marketing if I was actually. Yeah, a trainer. I thought so. Yeah. But when I do, I, it's funny because we're gonna talk about it. But I do a lot of training for for campaigns. 
I do a lot of political training. I do a lot of like, campaign training. Mm. So, you know, it's definitely, it's definitely been used before uh, on, the, on the field. Yeah. <laughs> um, so just to, just to kind of uh, bring, it, bring, it, bring it to, bring it in and start, start, start yeah. it off, mm-hmm. what would you say you are? Because I, I, as I was speaking <laughs> to you, which was very briefly, like, normally I do speak for like 40 minutes, 30 minutes before guests come on, but sure. I just want to get straight to it today. I've been... Yeah. Been on a run all day. I'm pretty sure you have. It's Friday. You know how Fridays are. Yeah, touch and so, go. Uh, yeah, pretty much. So I don't know whether to call you a politician, a Democrat. Uh, I don't know. That's like, great. Uh, you know, I didn't know what to call you. A yeah. trainer? No, know. that's real. That's real. Um, because I, it's hard to put me in a box with what I do and everything that I do. Um, but I'm, I'm all those things. Uh, I'm, I'm an activist <laughs> in the Democratic Party. And... I have run campaigns, so I've been a part of that whole structure and machine too. But probably why it's hard to put me in a box is because just about everywhere I go, I'm actively trying to change things. Wherever I go, I don't I'm not I'm not satisfied with the way it's currently structured. The way things are run, if it's not efficient, if folks have been running it for too long and running it into the ground, um, we gotta change things. And and when I go into those spaces and I try to bring, you know, reform or I try to bring honesty uh, and new direction to things, a lot of times it rubs folks the wrong way. So they, so they <laughs> perpetuate <laughs> the storyline that I'm some kind of outsider. Okay, and, okay. And that's yeah. probably why you get the, you know, that's why I get the heat I get, right? Well, I was going to say that because uh, you yeah. said you train and, you know, and when you go, you go places and if, mm-hmm. if things are running a, a certain way for a long time, you try to come and change that. Mm-hmm. And I do think that a lot of times people will look at that as kind of like being somewhat of a rebel. Like yeah. you're going to, your goal is to come in and change it. So I want I guess first question to ask you is really, yeah. have you ever been somewhere and things would just run perfectly where you didn't have to change anything? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. In fact, what's funny is so, I'll, I, I've left Augusta, I've left Georgia. Oh, not a, it, it, you have been, but not, it wasn't in Georgia though. And I've, right. Well, I mean, I've, <laughs> I mean there's, I'm sure there's things that work well here too. It just so happens. <laughs> It just so happens that a lot of times I will, you know, I'll travel around, I'll see best practices, and then, you know, I'll try to bring back the, the best things that I've seen. Um, you know, I mean, I think, unfortunately, the, the matter of fact is a lot of times we're running things, you know, 30 years old, uh, or running things the same way they've been running for the last 30 years in, in a lot of ways around here. And, and I, think, I think a lot of people know it, they just don't know what to do about it. Well, it's yeah. just one of them things where I, 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 I guess I kind of understand what you're saying uh, from, from a point of... A lot of times, people have this mindset as if it ain't broke, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. But it might not be broke to certain people, exactly. And then it may be broke to some other people, Bingo. right? <laughs> um, I say that because mm-hmm. we t- we just spoke, like I said, very briefly, maybe four or five minutes, and we just yeah. got it straight to it. This but I told you, I'm not from I'm not from here. So me bringing a podcast, me bring not bringing a podcast here, but me doing a podcast based in a city that I I do claim, but obviously mm-hmm. I, I wasn't raised. It didn't raise me, mm-hmm. but. My upbringing is that you know you love where you're from. You just mm-hmm. love it. Like you, yeah. you embrace it. You love it. You make the best of it. I never wanted to go to Harlem, Manhattan, Queens, for nothing. Even, I loved Home Alone. Never cared to go to Manhattan just because Home Alone. Just because he was in Manhattan. Home Alone. I never wanted to do it. I'm right. from Brooklyn, right. a very tough part, and I was I was happy with that. Right. But up here, you'll see people want to go to Atlanta. They, they feel like they have to go to Atlanta to venture out, mm-hmm. which is, mm-hmm. I, and the irony of that, you're not really going anywhere. You know, when you're you really go to Atlanta, you're really just like, you're going like, it's like going around a corner from a bad neighborhood. Exactly. You know, you're just going to another bad neighborhood. Exactly. So um, <laughs> I do understand that, like, just changing the mindset. So I try to change the mindset as if, if you are going to go to, if you feel like you have to go to Atlanta, 
just just to you know better yourself, which mm-hmm. is fine because some people do do it. Just understand that it, there's things outside of Atlanta also for sure. one, and two. Just like you can go to Atlanta and, and do better, you can do it here. You mm-hmm. have to run the right people and right. have the right relationships. But I think the yeah. mindset was just Atlanta, everything's so appealing. Or bring it back, which is kind of what I if did. You, if you go I to mean, bring I, it back. I never lost love for Augusta. I, I had opportunities to stay in other cities that I've worked in. I've worked in Seattle. I've worked in... Um, uh, I was just up in New, New Hampshire. So I was up in multiple cities in New Hampshire. I was in Manchester. I was up in multiple cities in Massachusetts. I was in Boston and surrounding cities. And um, I just, in Southern California, nothing nothing made me want to move. Even Atlanta. I mean, I, you know, I, I go to Atlanta all the time just for state house, state uh, politics stuff. But uh, I always wanted to come back. And if I did anything else where I wanted to bring it back because I have mad love for my city, for my county. Um, I grew up just four blocks behind us um, in Harrisburg. I, I moved back about four blocks from where I grew up uh, in a house that I grew up. I came back, got another house. Um, just, you know, to be close to, <laughs> to family, yeah. friends, all that. But also knowing that, like, we got to do better. That after I'd seen better examples, I knew that, you know, I had an opportunity and responsibility to bring those opportunities here for, for my community. I went to the Boys and Girls Club down here. So, you know, I'm, I'm always thinking about those memories, and I'm thinking about the kids that go there now. You know, who's the 8, 9, 10-year-old over there now looking for, you know, uh, growth and opportunities? Well, that's dope. You yeah. um you said that, you, you know, you grew up in Harrisburg. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. So, yeah. going leaving places and, and visiting, whether Chicago, Boston, mm-hmm. uh, all them places, yeah. Did you get the mindset of wanting to change things from somewhere else you went and you brought that back? Because yeah. I only asked that because <laughs> yeah. with you changing things, like like yeah. I said, you could look at it like, a, like you changing things. And obviously, somebody might look at it as you're doing this, you're doing that, whatever it came. Making, making trouble, later, being disruptive, yeah. Hey, that, hey that's, that's just that's word on the street. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to say right now, I, I'm, I don't make the rules, you know what I'm saying? But the right, right, street. right. No, I'm good. I'm good with that. I, I own that. And the, 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 the thing is, though, Here's the thing. What's funny about it is when I went and I learned these things and I thought I want to bring them back, it was never in my mindset that I need to change things because things are bad and I'm going to be the one to fix it. It was more like, okay, I've seen how they do it there. Maybe I'll bring those ideas and we'll switch some things up. The, the, where the heat comes from, where the, the disruptive idea and, uh, and uh, everything else comes from is because by making those changes, by actually improving things, some people are going to lose. Some people are going to lose their influence. They're going to mm. lose their 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 financial benefits that go along with the the current structure. And if we change things and we actually require that folks are honest and follow the rules, then some folks just are not going to have the same power and influence. And that's exactly what happened here. I was calling people out on the fact that they weren't following their own rules. Their, their own the rules that were set up to make it to make things fair. Rules that set in stone on paper. Yeah, it's their own rules. I, so, what's funny about that is like, y- yes, I went places and came back and said we can do things better, but it wasn't necessarily because like I felt like we had to like burn the whole thing down and change the structure. It was more because I went other places and I saw examples from leaders that were honest. I saw examples from leaders that actually referenced the rules. And here I'm looking around, I'm realizing the leaders don't even know the rules. The members don't even know the rules. The voters don't even know the rules. Nobody's really talking about what it is we're supposed to be doing. So when things go wrong, we don't even know how to start fixing it. And so that was my take was let's let's actually look at the rules, look at what our, look at what we've set ourselves up here to do. And 
if we can, let's try to adhere to that first. You know what I'm saying? Right, and, right, and, right. And and just just by me focusing on in on that, it made some people uncomfortable, and it made them. Uh, oh, also, I mean, I, I I started showing up with more people. <laughs> That's the other thing. That yeah. I, so when it was just me, they weren't threatened. Team. Yeah, when it was just me, they weren't threatened. When other people started showing up and being like, "Hey, he's got a he's got a point," they were like, "Uh, uh-uh, we got to cut that." So up. you started to technically speaking, you was I would I would say maybe you started to get influence from people within, and mm-hmm. that made you a little popular and had a little posse within a posse. Uh, that, well, that's, that's that we had some people inside that were starting to become fans. Got you. Got and then you. we had a lot of people outside that were starting to realize, okay, he's got a point. Because I wasn't new to any of it. I had been involved since '07. Uh, when I was in Chicago, I started knocking doors for uh, for Obama. And when I came back down, I worked in the office that was down here on Broad Street. Um, and when the Obama team left, when the actual paid Obama team left, I was there running it as a volunteer. And when um, after the campaign, I started getting involved in the local county committee and I realized there were some issues. I realized there were some egos. I realized there was some, you know, some competition going on between folks that really had nothing to do with getting Democrats elected, had okay. nothing to do with getting Obama okay. elected, had nothing to do with even last year, getting Stacey Abrams elected, all the rest of that. Cool. Well, you know yeah. what? The thing is, we only 10 minutes in. I don't want to go into that too quick. Okay. I feel like that was, that was a good, perfect segue to get into it, though, to okay. be honest with you. But I'm not, I kind of want to bring it back yeah, to the yeah, forefront. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, bring yeah. it back for a minute. For sure. Um, so what exactly got you into politics, or uh, if you would call mm-hmm. it politics, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what got you into that? What led you to start mm-hmm. doing that? I failed out of Davidson. You failed? Yeah. Oh, wow. So... You don't hear too many of them stories. I fell out of Davidson. That, that, and that's, that's the starter, me. right? You don't, you don't hear that. Like Davidson is like, oh, you're smart. Yeah. So yeah. you fell out of. Not saying you're dumb, but you fell out of Davidson. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And well, what, you, what did you do? What you mean? Oh, in Davidson, yeah. I was. It was. I did like. Well, I did theater, acting, dancing. You try to change the rules. Music. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I was fine on the arts. It was math. Oh damn! I couldn't. I could. I was. I wasn't focused in the math class. Got you. Got you. Yeah, I needed some extra tutoring that year. Um, I didn't get it. And it was fine, though. It worked out because, honestly, I wouldn't change the storyline for anything. Um, my mom has, uh, had always been really progressive. She had, I was in the Peace Corps when, when, she, when I was born um, in South America. I was, I'm from Paraguay. But I came up here really early and have always you know, just grown up on, on Bowler Avenue down there in Fenwick. Right, and, right, uh, right, right, right. And so um, she had exposed me to you know, just kind of more awareness about politics. But what really put it in my veins was... Um, I failed out of Davidson, which is the gifted school. If people don't know, it's like you got to try out for it, keep a certain grade point average. Um, I made a 74.4 in a class, and they wouldn't give me the extra point. And at that time, I felt so bad. Everybody was feeling bad. My drama teachers were feeling sad for me. And, you know, they had, like, planned years around me staying there and being able to graduate from there. And, you know, it was messed up. They actually, you know, it's funny. So they actually did change the rule. After I after they after I dropped after I failed out the next year they changed the rule so if you get a seventy four point four in a class you're not you don't have, they don't have to get rid of you you're just on probation okay so what's funny about that you know it's like I I I brought attention to that you know if you're that close then yeah I mean I, give I get the kid it, I get a chance it. basically I get you know, it you want like it. an academic probation with that but it didn't but I'm glad it didn't I'm glad that's not what they did with me honestly because what happened was I ended up going to Laney that's my zone school. So I go to Laney for a year, and my first week in there, I'm having problems. Because I'm seeing, as for me, it's like I'm realizing there's two different Augustas. There's two very <laughs> different, there's two very different definitely, experiences. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Because I grew up in Harrisburg, so I knew my neighbors. Like, we, you know, we play basketball, we play football, we, you know, we 
riding bikes and doing roller skates, you know, just all over the, yeah. the, the street. It. Yeah, just kicking it. And so, the, so I knew these folks, but I didn't know the condition of the schools they went to. You know what I'm saying? And so when I went to Lenny myself, I'm realizing, yo, this is, this is messed up. This is way behind. And I'm realizing that it's, it's basically setting folks up for certain outcomes, right? You go to Davidson, they setting you up for a totally different set of outcomes than if you go to Laney at that time. I'm sure it's different now. Um, but at that time, it meant, you know, you just setting yourself up for, for the lowest possible denominator. Yeah. And, and I, because I went from being, check it, like, I, I went from being, like, middle of the road in the middle of my class, even though, I, you know, I did fail. My whole GPA at Davidson, like, put me in the middle of the, middle of the class. Just that one class got me out. To Laney, I was in the top 10 percentile. And I knew that was messed up because I'm not that smart. I'm going to just put it out like that. I'm not that focused. I'm not that disciplined. I'm sure it was smarter kids at Laney. They just didn't have the school built for them. Um, And, uh, yeah, so I was, like, having issues with my teachers. I was, like, you know, because – and I could just tell the whole atmosphere. There were teachers that didn't care. And so then what happens? The kids don't care, you know. And, um, anyway, I mean, I, I, I ended up doing just a year there and then going to Richmond. And interesting enough, again, I'm, I get to know kind of what another set, what a school set is like. So um, seeing just the differences there. And that got me really political because I wanted to know why that was. I wanted to understand. I wanted to break that down. Why is it that these folks get this opportunity and these folks get this opportunity? Um, well, and that's when I started learning about things like district lines and, and things like well, that. Well, that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's dope that you bring that up. And I want to mm-hmm. say, like, it's funny that even hearing you talking, like, mm-hmm. when I think about, like, just uh, interviewing somebody in the politics and... <laughs> You know, I, I I do the same thing. I'm not in politics, but I do the same thing. Sometimes people ask me a question. I'll mm-hmm. give them, like, I have to give them a story in order to give you a full answer. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. I do. So now I was thinking, I was like, ask me at 10 is like 15 minutes. But yeah, I, all, all I say pretty much it was the school system. Like, you just seeing different school systems and right. seeing how uh, that may affect your future. Absolutely. Like, what you see. Because you, you don't know what you see. I even almost went to Augusta Prep. And that's what's kind of funny is, like, I, I hung out with the Augusta Prep kids. And I'm like... Wow, that's a totally different setup, you know. I, I, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm from Brooklyn, and um, I, I went to Joe, I went to Josie and Butler mm-hmm. down here, mm-hmm. two totally different schools. Right. But I will say Augusta as a whole is behind, but yeah. Augusta, like Butler, was just a lot different than Josie. Mm-hmm. And like you said, but I, I, I feel like I, am, I was smart. I'm not gonna lie, I'm like, to my yeah. own, yeah. but. I was way smarter at Josie. I was like, "Whoa, what's?" I had right. Like one, I was at all. I had my lowest grade like a ninety-three one time. And you were coming from from up north. You, yeah, yeah, from up, north, from up from up north. Yeah. I went to high school up north too. Yeah. So, I, but like I said, to me, ninth grade, I used my ninth and eighth grade notes to get mm-hmm. all through high school. Like, we New York were ahead of was ahead of Augusta in schoolwork mm-hmm. at eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you mm-hmm. was in twelfth and you went to tenth. Down up there, you would probably be lost. Not you, but you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, yeah. so yeah, I can, I, sure. I can definitely, I. When you say about the laney and, and it being like just different, you feel like, well, I'm not, I know I'm not this smart, but like, that's the same thing. The, 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 it's different. Uh, the, the, the no strenuous work. Well, it's, not, it's not all about it's, well, it's all about expectations. If if you set, if they set the expectations got early you, on, got you, got you. If you start out kindergarten with a certain set of expectations, then kindergarten, first, second, third, all that's going to graduate. But if you if you're in a system where that, those expectations aren't set, or they're not, re, or they're just promoting folks without actually making sure the teachers are doing what they're supposed to do, or what you know, making sure the curriculum is actually set up to compete with, you know, what folks are doing up in New York or or elsewhere, then yeah, you're gonna end up behind. All right, and exactly. Then, and then people wonder like, you know, what happened? You graduated, you got your high school diploma, but now 
you can't, you know, they're not even considering you for certain types of opportunities or they're not even considering you for, you know, for certain opportunities in, in, in uh, secondary education, you know, in, sc- in school, in um, college or, or technical, technical opportunities, stuff like that. So why, um, is it, was, it, was it anything doing your upbringing or why you would choose to, like, uh, do work under Democrat mm-hmm. rather than Republican? Well, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I, I, my mom is definitely progressive. Um, the platform between the two parties was is definitely more, you know, on on Democrat. But interestingly enough, my mom actually started out in the Green Party, which is even more progressive, even more to the left. Um, and and that's where I had that's that's actually when I was fourteen, I was door knocking for Ralph Nader, who was the third party candidate. And I was fourteen, knocking on doors, trying to get people to sign a thing to get Nader on the ballot. And learning about his platform and realizing that, you know, what the similarities were between his platform and, um, or the Green Party platform and the Democratic platform. And so when Barack Obama ran, I realized how similar they were. And I realized that really what it was, was this third party candidate, the Green Party candidate, was running on a really progressive platform, but was not going to win in 2000. But by 2008, the country had moved forward on the same platform. So Barack Obama ran on it. Okay, uh, and it was basically just, it was it was very similar. It wasn't exactly the same, but it was much more similar. Uh, and that's so you, he won. So it's kind of like we got to get you know the country got to get ready for it. You, you know? said at fourteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was fourteen. So where were you then? You were in Augusta. I was in fourteen. In, yeah, in Augusta. So we were all over the state of Georgia. I asked that question because mm-hmm. as a fourteen year old knocking on people's doors. Yeah. Right. To talk about politics of all things. Right, 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 right. You know, it's funny. We, we talk about that, but people care more about politics now because yeah. of who's in office, obviously. But right. people care more about politics now than they probably ever have. Because you have, you have it affects almost everything now. Right. At 14, though, knocking on somebody's door. Back in 2000, nah, it wasn't hot. It wasn't not we sure didn't, if you're white, Facebook, Hispanic. Feeds or, oh, yeah, know, right, like, right, right, right. What, 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 what are they saying to you? Like, get away or is they, are they even coming to the door? I think, well, Do you, you know, need I mean, help? Are you lost? The main thing is, I think I was, I was a little more baby-faced at 14. And, you know, uh, it was, and I was with my mom. I was with another team of folks. Oh, you went by yourself? Yeah, I mean, usually I wasn't by myself. I remember sometimes I was, but... I just got used to it. And what's funny is, and I should just I should just use this opportunity to tell folks, basically, you know, until you do it, it seems a lot scarier than it is. It's really not, it doesn't have to be that scary. Now, you do want to take certain precautions. You want to, you know, know what kind of neighborhood you're in and whether, you know, it's going to be an issue. Somebody going to try to call the cops, whatever. But, um, you know, and some of that can't be avoided, unfortunately. But uh, I would say 90% of the time, it's, there's no issues. And people are, sometimes people are curious. You know, we think about somebody knocking on our door. It's like, what's going on there? When they find out you're talking about trying to earn their vote on a, on a particular issue, you know, you're either going to get one of three answers. You're going to get, yes, of course, I'm with it. They're going to say something like, I don't have time for this. You know, no, thank you. You know, or you're just not going to get an answer. And you're just going to move on to the next door. Yeah. Like 90% of the time, that's what it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to look so. outside. Like, I don't know him. I'll be out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, yeah. Back and, on the sofa, sitting down, eating chips. Right. But, but nah, <laughs> I, 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 I'm just curious to that yeah. because when I grew up, like I said, it was kids. My na- This is in New York, obviously. My neighborhood were like, they were Jehovah's Witness, so they had knocking knock mm. on your door and stuff. And I see him in school, like, yo, don't ever do that again. Don't knock on my door, man. What's wrong with you? Because, like, my neighbor, right, like, right. It's, just, it's just not like that. You know what I'm saying? So, right. but to, at 14, I think when I'm 14, I, 
You could app and knock on somebody's door for sugar. I'm probably gonna say, mm, no. No, no, no. You got a better chance of me going to the store and buying some sugar. Oh, don't don't mistake. When I was 14, my mom made me do this stuff. I was not like, yeah, let's go. You know, it was mom basically saying, look, this is that what we're doing. That was, the, that the, was the beginning. That was the that beginning. That was exactly. Exactly. If it wasn't that was for that, beginning. I would not, yeah, I wouldn't have had the comfort level and gotten it together. But this was like, nah, she um, set the expectation. Not not to <laughs> rush it, just fast forward a little yeah, quick. Yeah. What would you say is a, a, a peak moment? A peak moment for you. Mm-hmm. In, in, in politics. Easy. It was here locally. Um, I've done, you know, I've done a lot of things I'm proud of outside of Georgia and even outside of Augusta in Georgia. But the thing I'll always be most proud of is when I got the local uh, African-American CME, AME churches together to talk about LGBTQ issues. So LGBTQ, you know, is lesbian, gay, transgender, bisexual, right, right, right. all that. Um this was back in 2014, and um, I was working for a, a, a. I had been hired. I've been recruited. Somebody called me from DC and said they needed somebody to help in our area <clears throat> to talk about to try and get folks to support what was called ENDA. Uh, it was called uh, ENDA, em, the Employment Non Discrimination Act, and basically ENDA is something that if they get, if you pass it, if your if your state has ENDA, then that means you have. Um, you have labor laws that protect, you know, people based on sexual orientation. You know, right now, obviously, you know, if you apply for a job or if you're on a job, you can't be discriminated against on the basis of race, um, gender, religion. <clears throat> and, uh, and but they didn't have sexual orientation. So okay, okay. technically somebody could fi- you could just be fired if somebody found out you were gay, if somebody found out you was lesbian, you know, transgender, bisexual. And if they disagree with that, they just fire you. And that's, you know, you're not protected. You know, federal protection. We still don't have that here in Georgia. But that season, I was it was my job to try and lobby John Barrow, who is not our congressperson anymore, but he was back then. And um, and I'll just I'll put a pin on a long story. Anyway, it was just basically Easter week. We were down there on um, in East Augusta, uh, Hudson Memorial. In the middle of their Easter service, I had one of my bosses come through, um, and you know she's an older black lesbian, and she said in the pulpit, she said, well, you know, back in the day, folks that look like me could be discriminated against by the color of our skin. Now we can be discriminated against by who we love, and it was a powerful moment because nobody, you know, in church is all church. Nobody was sneering, nobody was booing, nobody was, you know, looking any, you know, like they had any type of way about it. Um, when she was done, they all stood up and clapped, and it was just a, it was just an honor to be a part of that because poli- that's what politics should be. It should be about people coming together and agreeing on fairness and agreeing on equality and trying to really fight for a better way for everybody. And it, so it was, it was a pleasure to be a part of that and, uh, and, and to keep some of those friendships and those relationships. The same, um, the same group, the same um, organization that hired me back then is is who snagged me up this last season and brought me up to New Hampshire and uh, and Massachusetts too. So um, yeah, well, that's like so, I said. Mm-hmm. I think that's dope yeah. to, to, for that to be your yeah. peak moment. Of, I'm pretty sure you can. It's probably other moments you could have named. You know, as well, like that. that's not even that rare in, in New York. No, it's not. But yeah, yeah. in the deep South in 2014. Yeah, I, like, I had to really think yeah. about that just now. Yeah, but but that's it was not a conversation though. we had. You know. Um, <laughs> yeah. You mentioned this, so I want to kind of get into it too. You mentioned that uh, that's what politics should be about, you know, coming together mm-hmm. for fairness. Yeah. Um, coming together. Mm-hmm. Now, when I first, me and you first had contact, I believe you had got arrested. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. right. Um, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like I said at that, that point. That would have been um, last year, February, 2018. Yeah, February last year. Yep. Yeah. It seemed, it seemed like it was. It seemed like just yesterday. Now. I know. Yeah. Even though, <laughs> even though, even how long the year has seemed now, right. it seems like just yesterday. Yeah. But um, yeah. So, and I'm not trying to jump it, but I, I kind of mm-hmm. want to. I want to make. I want. I know this is going to be a big part of it, so I want to kind of get to it. Um. Now there, there obviously, I'm pretty sure you know there are different stories about what really happened. Um, oh, I don't. They gotta. Somebody gotta tell me the other stories. This is what this is what happened, right? So okay. you, I'm I'm more concerned with your version of the story. Okay. Cause I haven't yeah. heard it from you. I've read sure. it in the media. Okay. Right. Yeah. Don't know what parts are are, are, are all true. What parts okay. are just your point of view, which don't mean it's false, mm. or what parts are just somebody else's point of view. Interesting. Right. Yeah. So we'll get here yeah, interesting. So we'll get into yeah. all of that. Um. So, but you said that it's about coming together. Yeah. This mm-hmm. story, from mm-hmm. what I've read, seems more like mm-hmm. it's uh, coming apart. Oh, yeah. Separating. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like there's either a lack of fairness mm-hmm. or a lack of camaraderie or what have you mm-hmm. within, within a particular party. Yeah. So, what I want to ask... I'll, I'll wait. No, <laughs> I want to ask this first, and then yeah. we get into the thing. What I want to ask first is, as a as a as a part, somebody who votes Democrat, mm-hmm. I might I might should record because you might have a good answer to this. I'm not gonna lie, this might okay. be a good one. So <laughs> I, I want to get all the good stuff. But um, yeah. as somebody, I can send you this whole thing too, by the way. Oh, if you want the email, yeah, please. Yeah. Uh, as somebody who that supports Democrat or that votes Democrat, mm-hmm. how are we mm-hmm. supposed to? continue to do so mm-hmm. with knowing that you guys have this uh inner quote unquote mm-hmm. beef issues going on within the party. Right. So how can we trust like the Democrats to do the right thing mm-hmm. in the community if y'all can't even get along within each other? You can't. So we can't trust Democrats. Well, the question is how can how can we trust it? If we're if we if we keep doing this, there's no reason to. Just straight up. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to. There's no sugary. There's no, there's no rosy way to answer that question. Because as long as the leadership thinks it's appropriate to arrest people they disagree with, they shouldn't be trusted. They can't be. Now, fortunately, those folks are not representative of the entire party. So that's what I think folks need to realize is we are the party. Got you, got you. know you. what I'm saying? Like, you are the part. I'm the part. But Technically, Augusta, anybody but like who Augusta, shows up. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I'm, mm-hmm. if I'm just, uh, if I only care about local. Right, if you just I'm look locally, local, I yeah. would be very concerned. <laughs> I, yeah, and, and that's <laughs> yes. why when you hit me up, I'm like, yeah. whoa, what's going on? At, right. at, I'm not going to lie, last year, I'm not going to lie, I didn't know what was going on with you asking right. me. I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't, I don't know. You say you might have heard. I'm like, I didn't hear nothing about getting arrested. My homeboy did. You know what I'm saying? But I don't yeah. <laughs> know about getting arrested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But at the same time, now that I'm older and I think differently now, obviously, I'm more concerned with certain things. Yeah. And right. when I read the story mm-hmm. and you hear things and you're like, okay, well, it, mm-hmm. like, this, this like, it seemed like the, the firm, like, you know, you know what I'm saying? You're not wrong though. You're not wrong. That's the thing. That's the problem. Um, actually somebody did describe it when I was young, somebody described it to me that way. And I was like, what do you mean? And now I'm, now I'm getting my own experience. Um, they basically said that the party is not a party. It's a, it's a set of firms. There's the Clinton firm, there's the Bernie firm, there's the Obama firm. There's, everybody's got a firm that they're trying to look out for. And in Augusta, we have, you know, we have the Walker firm. We have is, the is Greenbaum it, firm. Is it safe to say that yeah. you would say you're the Tom Cruise of this firm? <laughs> I have to 
to rewatch it to make sure I know that for sure. I put it like That's this: funny. I'm the good guy, right? Uh, no. Uh, so here's, I mean, like I said before, I I started calling folks out. I started calling. I have been involved since '07, but I started calling folks out in middle of 2016. Well, late late 2016, because I had been working for the party. I was a regional field director for the Democratic Party of Georgia here in Augusta all through the year of 2016 through that campaign. At the end of that campaign, I couldn't hold it in anymore. I was tired of seeing people lie, our leadership straight up lie to voters, to the community. Um, and so I started calling them out. But here's the thing. I didn't just start calling them out like messy, like blast, like immediately. I went to them first. And that's how I operate. I go to, if, if, if we got something going on, I'm going to go to you. Did, okay? would, would you say that yeah. all the politicians or all the Democrats can vouch for that, that you, that you went to them first? I, they should, if they're honest. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I got receipts. That's the other thing. I love a paper trail. I love a paper trail. If before, I, before anybody else find out about anything, before it goes public, right, before, before it goes wide, you know, I message you. I text you. I call you. When you stop or when you start working around having to be honest and you start being really corrupt, then it's, we're done. You're not, you obviously don't care about the process. You obviously don't care about uh, being straight up. So there's no reason for me then to just not you know, be public you know? because at that point, you're, you're, you, have, you don't deserve the public's trust. And it's unfortunate that, yes, people look at me when I go public as being you know, disruptive, but there's another term for that. It's called a whistleblower. When there's something going wrong in the government, when money's being wasted, when people are being lied to, you need somebody to step up and say, okay, this is wrong. Well, let's, we got to fix this. And that's, that's the role I was filling. Would you say that and that's in, been proven now. Would you say that in politics, it's mm-hmm. a lot of uh, just people got different viewpoints maybe? Like, cause where you, like, like you said, you could be destructive, you could be a whistleblower. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody might look at it as different. Like maybe you just, uh, I, I've heard things like just attention, wanting attention, or, or, or I, see, I, I, look, I googled your name and said something about pegging attention. Some lady had wrote, somebody, lady had wrote that. I think in support of you though, so she wasn't dissing like that. But I had to look and find uh-huh. some things to really yeah. kind of get a get a feel of it, right? Sure. And it was so many mixed reviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and that's funny. I, I didn't, I didn't know if you knew that about yourself. No, I, I understand that there. I understand here's. I understand that some, there is something about me where people either love me or they don't. They either have a really, pro, they have a problem with me or they, or they love me, right? And if you have a problem with me, it's probably because I'm doing something for the people that love me that you will be losing power, authority, influence, advantages from. And that's the only reason. Yeah, and it's not personal. It's not. Per- it's not that I don't like these. It's not that I hate these people. It's not that I, you know, have any personal animus to these to these folks that that don't like me or right, that, right. that are against me or whatever. But there are certain behaviors that we just can't stand for. We just should not have to stand for being lied to. And um, and so you know, yes, we can have diff- just differences in agreement, like our differences in opinion. That's fine. I, I can disagree with folks all the time without there being a problem. But if you start lying to people or you start cheating to just to just benefit yourself, then I'm sorry, we have a problem. But it's not me and you; it's me and the system. Yeah. Because you're using the system then to hurt people, and that and again that, that kind of brings me back to the to high school. Laney is the way it is, not by accident. Josie is the way it is; it's not an accident. Our, these neighborhoods are are developed on purpose. It's not an accident. Leaders make these decisions that have consequences. And that's what I learned coming up in politics. 
And so when I see it happen for myself in person, when I see a leader start lying to benefit themselves, when I see uh, a set of people start ganging up on, you know, folks that really need things yeah. just so they can benefit and get and cut the other people out. That's a problem. But I see that now. I have, I can, I can, and that's, that's, see, that's the thing. People don't really know it when they, when it's in front of them because politics by nature is deceptive. Politics by nature is showing you one thing and, and shaking your hand here and then stabbing you in the back with the other hand. That's how I view politics. I view politics as, as business as usual. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, like, it's always a business. So when you say, like, leaders, I feel like in, in politics, honestly, I don't know if, if there'll ever be, maybe you could tell me, maybe not, I don't know. <laughs> A leader that's just 100% truthful mm-hmm. only because, honestly, what they might see as the truth, I may not see as the truth. And I don't like that. And to me, that's, so, so that's that, politics. It's like, like, so let's, I, let me go back to the whole thing like, what is the truth? So, what, people, if they want to make a, if people want to have a feeling about me or if they want to have an opinion about me, just back it up because I'm not going to disagree with you. If you think something about me, okay, you can think that. Based on what information, though? That's what I want to know. Because everything we did, here's what's so great about it. And this is why I'm so confident and just like, I mean, I, I have nothing to hide. At the end of 2016, we started recording everything because we knew they were lying. So we started recording everything, phone calls, uh, you know, uh, different meetings, because we knew that there was a version of things being told that was not truthful. And we had to be able to show what was the truth. So if anybody wants to argue about what happened or what didn't happen, like we can show you. <laughs> it's there. It's on tape. Like we have it on the website. We put it on YouTube channel. We put it on, on our on our Facebook page. Um, we had nothing to hide. You know, the folks that want to try and spin something about us, they're assuming that the people they're talking to are not gonna check up on it. And that's what's that's what's so insidious about about politics, is if you don't do the research yourself, you will you will be easily misled. All right, so now you, you, you say that research yourself and being easily misled and mm-hmm. just politics in general. So And that's why I won my cases, when, by the way. If we hadn't recorded everything, I wouldn't have won my cases, but I did. So I wanna get to the winning, but I wanna mm-hmm. I wanna don't I wanna get to the actual the meat of the case, like why 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 it happened. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. do you want me so give me your version yeah. or your version of what happened of why you got arrested. So walk yeah. walk me through that sure. walk me through that day right. of you waking up <laughs> going there getting arrested I don't know if you're yeah. referencing on that but you know what went to the well day. it really wasn't I mean it was it, it really wasn't a day it was it, this had built up over a year um, I had fun, we had successfully exposed the fact that these folks had not been following their rules they had not been holding elections that were legitimate uh, for years and so finally finally the state got involved and said okay y'all need to hold new elections but the problem with that was the state didn't tell us they didn't tell the people that were actually complaining about those elections. So you mean say us? You mean you're a team of people that you had within? Well, it's funny. The party. I mean, I wouldn't call them a team. I think when when folks describe them as a team, it's not really like it's really it was just the community. It was just people that there were some people that were already in the committee that realized they were doing things that was wrong. There were people that there were new people that came in that realized they were doing things wrong. And I didn't know everybody altogether. I didn't like say, "All right, y'all, we're on this team." I just started talking about it, and people started. Realizing I was right. But you were a leader, though, apparently. That's, only, I, was, only, I was the leader because only you I was got the one exposing things. Yes. But, and here's the thing. Yes. And they targeted me on purpose because I was the most effective at exposing them. In the middle of a meeting, I knew the processes. I, I knew how to use Robert's Rules of Order. I knew how to use the bylaws. And if they could get rid of me, then they could re- get rid of the person who was most capable of exposing them. Now, I was, I, I, from my understanding mm-hmm. of it, right, 
you were uh, voted out. No, that's what that's that's what that's what it says. You said you were voted out, and it was a meeting that you weren't supposed to be at. That's what I don't know. Yeah, if I, apparently, was that, yeah. Was that, nah. is that is that true? Nah. So or is that a true story that's going around? Like that is that something that's you hear that? I was never voted out. If they had actually voted me out, I'd have been voted out. It would have been no problem. So when you so when there would have been no need to arrest me either. When you got there, and you mm-hmm. were arre- were you arrested for your behavior or being instructive or because you weren't supposed to be there? I was I was arrested because what's the charge? The charge was trespassing. Trespassing. But the charge got thrown out basically because it was a, it was a lie. Basically, what happened? Here's what happened. Let's say we're at your house. And somebody's in your house that you don't want to that you don't want to be there. You call the police, and they they have that person kicked out. Okay, that's trespassing. They're not supposed to be there. The officers escorted them out. That's fine. So you you want to put to be there? No, you that's, were. That's that's what they're trying to say. That's that it was their house, and I was there. I wasn't supposed to be there. Okay. I was a member. I was a voting member. That's what I heard. I did hear that. So what? That. But what they're trying to say is, let's say it's my house, and you come to my house and you tell the police to kick me out. <laughs> Okay, so you okay? That's, you you, you are a member. That, that's why I won my cases. Got so you they were lied. a member, and, yeah. you, and basically they, they couldn't tell you not to come to the meeting. Yeah, and so here's the, there's, there's two different occasions. The first meeting was in February, where I showed up with the letter. Because what you're talking about is they voted me out. They didn't vote me out. They sent me a letter it's, saying it's, that a couple of them decided they didn't want me to be there. Is that is that but the video the that I seen? I, I, I did my research, mm-hmm. tried yeah. to at least. Yeah, uh, it was a live video. It looked like the scene they was talking. That's that I know. I don't know. You popped up in the back, like you was in. Say the everybody's up front. You were in the back and you were saying something uh, to somebody. I don't know. I have it oh, on my oh, phone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the day you got arrested? That's the one I got arrested. But the first time, Cause it looked like they weren't letting you in. No, I was already in the building. Yeah, but I guess it was like a little area. Like a cop was just like, "Hey, yo, stay back." Oh no, nah, he just was posted up back there. Oh okay. So, so if you go, if you go a little before that, I walk in. And I go yeah, to the back. Said, I stood, said, I stood said, right says, next to him. It says right Joe comes in at 212 yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. That's just like where I come in at the video. Okay, okay. And so I walk in, I go stand up right next to him. But why why did the cop come to you though? Like why the cop He didn't come to me. I stood next to him. I, I he's in the back of the room. I walk in and I stand right next to him. And he says, uh, excuse me, sir, I need to talk to you outside. See now I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep hundred with you right. Yeah, right, yeah, right. See, right. See, that that's probably why people may 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 say it's like problematic. Uh, you went to stand next to the police officer, mm-hmm. like because I have nothing to worry about. I had nothing, I had nothing to fear. So why I not just, no reason? Why not just sit down in the in the stands or in the seats? There was no like seats. That? If you watch the video, there's no seats. All the seats is taken up. Oh, so only thing that was only thing in the room that was uh, I could have stood I could have stood in the back where he was standing, or I could have stood at the front by the door. But that would have just been like. That's where everybody was talking. So I That's guess let me, just, let me just let me just cut cut yeah, cut, yeah. cut the uh, I guess cut the shit. I guess what, yeah. <laughs> what, did, what did you was it, it wasn't staged? No. Nah. Okay. I only said that because like when you go to the the office, I'm just making sure like uh-huh. you didn't go there. Like okay, I know I'm getting arrested today. You're gonna be nah. going. Okay. Cool. Cool. So staged. you didn't you didn't you didn't I, I didn't hear that. I'm just asking. Yeah, that. I, didn't, I didn't hear that. Yeah. That's not a rumor or nothing like that. Yeah. But um, I asked that question because when you walk in, it's like. It's part of me feel like maybe you went to the officer because you might you might have known you weren't supposed to be there. Well, I went to the officer first of all because it really wasn't anywhere else to go. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> if you look in the film, there's a little. So you got to meet in late. Yeah, yeah. I was. I came in late. Yeah. They and they. So here's the thing. They were already fighting. I heard, they were already I watched arguing. Live, I watched live, it was kind of funny. They was arguing live. for 15 I, minutes before I was even in the building. Yeah, I didn't know what they were talking about, but it yeah. sounded funny to me. Oh, so yeah. So I, I watched it, yeah. Back and forth. Yeah. They're looking real funny, right? That's part of the reason I went. 
I was watching on the live. Somebody else was going live, and I was watching. Well, and I was it. like, "Hold up, they're breaking all these rules." So then I walk in, and I go right up to the to the officer, and I'm holding my I'm holding a piece of paper, right? I don't know if you remember. It. I'm holding a piece of paper. Yeah, I seen that. Yeah, that piece of paper is the thing that they tried to send me, say, telling me I can't go. But there's no there's nothing legal about it. So that's why I brought it. I wanted to talk to the officer about it. You know what I'm saying? If he wanted to talk to me, I wanted to talk to him about it. But here's what happened. He said, okay, we can talk about this outside. And I was like, all right, if we go outside, will you bring this person and this person that's named in the video, in the letter? And he's like, all right, all right. And you've seen the video. He asked everybody to just calm down yeah, and stop yeah, the meeting. Seen right? that, yeah. And the only reason I started talking, if you remember, I'm standing right next to the officer. The only reason I started talking is because everybody else is out of order. And I called a point of order, which that's the process. That's the actual process. If you're actually going to use Robert's Rules, any, any kind of actual legal process in the middle of a meeting, and you want folks to actually look at the bylaws, you say, Point of order. So that's what I did. I called a point of order and I explained how it was right now we were out of order because nobody was in charge of that meeting. Nobody was nobody was taking control of the meeting. Right after I did that, the officer said, okay, y'all recess the meeting, da-da-da, and he pulled together Matessa Wright, who was the chair, and um, um, Fred uh, Frank Williams, who was the sergeant-at-arms because he was named in the, in the letter too. All right. So we walk outside. You remember that? Are we walking outside, right? I, I don't think I, I got that far. I'm not going to lie. Okay, I okay. Like, so I, I see what's going on here. It really was, so it wasn't that crazy. I walk outside, and we didn't have a discussion. Outside was another officer who, who rushed to the scene to, just to arrest me because he was there at the meeting before and had asked me to leave. The other meeting before was in another, okay. another place. How many meetings did you? How many meetings did you crash? No, nah, I ain't crashed. I'm a member. That's the problem. I'm telling you, it's it's our house. This is a public meeting. There's no there's no private meetings. The whole idea that there's private party meetings is something meant to keep people out, and that's what I was exposing. So I can go to the meetings if I want. Everybody to can go to those meetings. You're a voter. Anybody can go to those meetings, and you should be able to go to those meetings. You know why? Because they make decisions on your behalf. Things are the way they are. Because leaders at those meetings make decisions. And so when they make it feel make us feel like we shouldn't be there, they're keeping us out for no reason, illegally. If I go to those meetings, say I go to one or two, right, mm-hmm. and I, I cause disruptions, let's say three times, will I be allowed a fourth time to come to that meeting? Or, or, cause, or, or will they be like, hey, uh, we're going to have you um, just, you know, take a little break. If you actually cause disruptions. What's the point of, point of what you said, the point of? Point of order. Point of order of yeah. that, like if I, if I be disruptive. No, point of order is not disruptive. That's in the no, rules. No, I'm saying, but okay, so what's the rules of, what's the, like, so point so, of. So we can go back to when you said, when, they, when you said they voted me out. Yeah. If they actually voted me out, there's a process to doing that. They didn't do that. Ah, okay. So they didn't follow the process. Exactly. And, and <clears> the, the having the officers there, and here's what's so, like, scary about this, honestly. They started having officers at the meetings when young people started coming to the meetings. There was no disruptions. We just wanted to be members of the party. That's when they started having officers come to the meetings. The officers were there on purpose to be intimidating. And when we started using process because they were breaking the rules right in front of us, they retaliated against everybody by coming directly after me because they knew I was the the most effective at using the rules. Because you see, if I had actually been disruptive or if I had actually done anything illegal, I'd be in jail or I'd be on probation or I'd have a fine right now. I got nothing because they broke the law. And if I wanted to, I could sue them at this point. But I'm not because I'm trying to use politics to actually bring folks together. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to grow the party. I'm trying to do it right. I'm trying to do it with honesty. And I'm doing it against the system that's built to make 
folks like us scared that, of even see, getting involved. Even when you bring up the honesty word, that it just brings back to like in politics. It's like I I often feel like in politics, there's so many different forms of honesty. No, and it's one. There's one truth. It, well, to, there's what to, actually happens to the, to the actual person is one form of honesty, right? So let's say, see how you got your story of what happened. Like, that's your account, but it's on video. No, yeah, that, that's your account, right? <laughs> but then it's another person. Not I don't. Not that I know of. I'm saying like it's just people that might have even on your even on your side might have a similar account, but it might be one part missing or one part not there. Like mm-hmm. I, I, so is it? Is okay. Right. Now even reading it, like even with, with how the how the news site, right? And uh, then there's what the media puts out. Yeah. Right. So, but I, I often from the from the. Reports I read, it mm-hmm. seems like that the media is pretty much seem on your side. I don't know if you see, if you if you get that or not. Maybe I'm reading the wrong media, but they seem to be on your side with this. How they how, how well, they're at least how, think, at least how they're reporting it. I think sometimes they say things that they put it in a word that I wouldn't use because I don't think that's actually genuine. But I think what the media was trying their best to do was basically take like you saying all the different sides, yeah, and put it in print somehow. But if you if it seems like they're on my side, it's because I'm actually right <laughs> it's because i'm not lying to y'all you know what i'm saying i'm not lying to people about what happened and i have receipts and we have video and we have documentation all over the place so yeah i was in new six i was in the chronicle i was on 12 i think six is the one i seen i think six is the one i, seen. I was on it six twice i want to say and the first time i was they ever on like six, you a lot on six i mean the first time they stopped talking after the wrestling but the, the first time i was ever <laughs> on six was at the very beginning of, or at the very end of 2016 um, because I had that's when I started that's when I started to call them out for the fact that they weren't following their rules okay. just on basic like elections and meeting procedure but then um, I didn't yeah I didn't I didn't I wasn't on anything TV wise until they uh, you, actually arrested you, me then you, they did the other thing with a restraining order so that's there's two different cases four different court appearances matter of fact oh, well, I'm glad you said that okay. yeah. I, I, I was trying to wait till I get into it I kind of yeah. you do have it seemed like a restraining order or order protection I did for yeah. you against an elderly woman right she's white or black black kind of hurts me a little bit I'm not going to lie man um, wow. So just I guess I'm thinking my grandma I don't know but what did what, you see the video though? no I don't, I don't know see, you gotta I, watch I, the so video let me, let me explain let me, um, watch let me get you to explain to me mm-hmm. Why, why would an elderly uh, black woman put a restraining order on you? Right. So, so what you feeling right now about this situation is exactly what they was trying to get you. Oh, I'm not to. mad. Just, no, I understand. Just... No, but it it totally makes sense, right? Just the headline: Me, scary big brown dude has a restraining order against an elderly black woman. I wouldn't say that's brown, a bad look, right? Yeah. That's a bad look, right? Yeah, I mean, that's the whole yeah, point, not, though. That's not the good. point. That's the politics end of it. To answer your question, here's why. They don't want me at the meetings. And when the first arrest didn't work, that's what they resorted to. They, 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 they hoped that the trespass would get rid of me. They hoped that that would intimidate all the progressives, all the people that were calling them out. When that didn't work, I bought tickets to a fundraiser. That's what I heard. I heard it was some tickets. Look, I was, I was there, trying to, see, I, was, see? I ain't know about the tickets. Listen, so I was trying to listen, get it to. Okay, go it's ahead. All, look, it, when, when they make the movie, bro, it's going to be crazy. Okay. Because, but we already we actually filmed it. I filmed the whole thing. Um, so I'm in. This is the middle of the primary, and I'm campaign manager for a candidate named Trent Neesmith. So we buy some tickets for a fundraiser. We even tell the party we plan on buying tickets for this fundraiser. Yeah. Because even though y'all have all these problems and drama with me, we're gonna be there because this is we running for office, and you know we want to be there. So Monday, 
I buy the tickets. Right before I go to pick them up from her, from this woman named Jean. All right. I call. I say, okay, I'm on the way. Da, da, da. She gives me the address. I'm at, I just happen to be getting coffee with my mom, and she says, you know, be careful. Maybe you should go with somebody because we already know not to trust these folks. We already know that they do things on purpose to lie and, and you know, just do crazy stuff. So, so I don't think she's going to do anything, but I go ahead and record the thing anyway. And I get there. She hands me the tickets. She has my name written on them. Yeah, you're actually, you're actually your name. Yeah, my name, Joe. Okay. Well, my name is actually, she writes, she writes Joe, and then she writes Neesmith at the bottom for, that's my campaign. Yeah, you was going. Uh, yeah, I'm picking I, I, them up for the yeah, campaign. Gotcha, Neesmith's gotcha. my camp, my, my candidate. But you, so the ticket you had to get the tickets to come to this. Yeah. Campaign. Okay. I was just this. This is this is standard procedure. <laughs> you know, you go you and I had you know I gave it a check, and you know got the tickets. No problems. It's all very friendly. All very just back and forth. I even asked her about early voting. I asked her about different things. She talks about how she's going to be watching the polls. It's all very nice. You know why? Because I've known Gene for almost ten years. Okay. This is not so her name new. is Jeannie. Jean, yeah, okay. Jean, Jean, uh, Jean Embry. So I've known this woman for years. We've a lot of all these folks I've known for years. Everybody that came after me, I've known for years. So you the recorded is, that that encounter. Yeah, with so her. I recorded that encounter. It's up on the Facebook. It's up on YouTube. We showed the judge, and that's why he had to make the decision. He when we leave here, I'm gonna need a link to. I gotta see. Yeah. So okay, for sure. So she basically she just she just lied. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. She's over. She's over eighty. Okay. She's been a part of this party for a long time. These are her friends, and her friends are not happy with me. And she doesn't really understand why. But y'all all friends, right? We, we are. That's the thing. I've known them for years. We should be, right? But they don't want, some of her friends don't want me to be at the party meetings, right? Well, you know, nobody's nobody going to win with a family feuds, man. That's what Hope told you that, you know what I'm saying? Nobody's going to win with right. a family so feuds. Te- so these people should stop coming after the family. Yeah, Look, well, the perce- it, it seems like y'all all going to have each other a little thing, bit. If the perception is that it's okay for them to come after me and it's okay for, for folks that want to be involved in growing the party, that they're not family, that's the problem. That's the problem. That's, you know, you're right. Nobody wins when the family feuds. You're right. You're absolutely right. So I would love for the family to clean house. I would love for the family to stop leaving dirty dishes and dirty laundry everywhere. They want to say, Joe, you're hurting us because you're airing the dirty laundry. Nah, y'all hurting us because y'all got dirty laundry everywhere. And I'm not the only one that knows it. I'm just I'm just the person big enough to actually say, let's make a change. So get to the specifics here. When, Monday, I buy the tickets. Wednesday, they have an executive meeting and they talk about who, you know, who's buying tickets, da-da-da. The executives at that meeting, that's where they crafted this whole whole idea to get a restraining order. Because prior to that Wednesday, they didn't know anything about me buying the tickets from her. Yeah, so okay, so, so it was funny. We sent them an email. I sent, we sent my lawyers and I sent them an email saying, Look, the trespass thing is over, everything's cool now, so we're gonna be at this event and we're gonna get some tickets for it. That was before Monday. My hunch is, I can't prove this, but my hunch is they didn't realize it until Wednesday because after Wednesday was when everything changed. Here's the other, other problem though I have phone records where Gene and I talked, we talked after, we talked after that Wednesday. Because I was asking her about buying more tickets. When you see the video, you'll talk. You'll see in the video she talks about buying more tickets. So this was not over. This was not like you know we're done with this and we step we separating and not going to talk to each other again. So Thursday, I ask her about buying more tickets. She says to me on the phone, she says they're not allowing me to sell any more tickets. 
That's how she put it. She put it, they're not allowing her to buy any more tickets. And then Friday is when they actually got the restraining order. Why? Because Saturday was the fundraiser. Okay. Okay, so I get the timeline. Talking about, about the firm the for real, bro. I get, I get the timeline. <laughs> only, only, man, I only think with that is I, cause I, I can understand your point of view on that. The only thing with that, you did say like she's 80, right? Yeah. So do you, I know you, even, even what you're saying, you spoke to her like afterwards. Do you think maybe she might have just forgot? Possibly. Only, I only say that because my grandma about is a little, no, she, she's a little older now. So there's certain days when my grandma, she'll be like, She'll blame somebody for something that they didn't do. They didn't even do. No, no, no. It was confirmed. It wasn't just from her. We knew that from other conversations but, that the executive this, committee had told her and other people not to sell any more tickets. No, no, no. I'm talking about you saying that like, even with, I guess you're, you're saying like nothing really could have happened because y'all spoke after the encounter. It was no, you recorded the yeah, encounter. I'm it was nothing. That, look at the timeline. The restraining order didn't happen until Friday. If, if, if I did something wrong to her on gotcha, Monday, gotcha. if she was scared of me on Monday, but they didn't get the restraining order until Friday... And I talked to her on Thursday, and she, there was no problem. She picked up the phone. We had a conversation. That's why it doesn't. That's why their story doesn't add up. That's why you know they're doing something fishy. And if you look at the restraining, restraining order itself, it doesn't look like she even put it in. It's in her name, but the the, the story that's being told in the restraining order is that it, it doesn't have any. It doesn't have any basis what actually happened. And they start referencing other people. They start saying, "Well, he was intimidating to these people and that people that," but they don't give any specifics. That's the thing. If you're going to accuse me, accuse me. Like, be real. Like, what did I do? If I did something wrong, call me out. Let's have it out. If I need to be punished for something because I did something illegal, I did something abusive, hit me with it. But what's funny is I was never a violent, crazy, scary person until after 16 when I started calling them out. That's where you know their their story doesn't add up. Before 16, I was given Man of the Year, Program of the Year, Chapter of the Year. I was elevated to VP of Finance. I had been secretary for two different seasons. So something changed, but it wasn't me. Well, I do want to ask a question. Yeah. You bring up 2016. It, you, matter of fact, you're the only person that is willing to ask these questions. Yeah, that, that's, that's and I would, I would have no problem if anybody else on the other side wanted to be at this table and talk about this stuff. I I, I'm not going to lie. I thought about doing that. I said, nah, that's, 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 that's a bit above my, 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 my thing. But uh, <laughs> okay. 2016, yeah. you, 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 uh, you, you ran for something and you didn't win. 17. 2017. 17, I ran for a chair of Young Dems. What is that? Young Dems, Young Dems is a state. Well, Young Dems is they have chapters all over the state, but in seventeen I ran for um, state chair, so I would have been chair of the state Young so, Dems organization. So, so, so that's kind of just before everything. I mean, to, to let's let's look at the naked eye. Maybe not your point of view, but a lot of people's point of view. You didn't you didn't win that. Were you upset about that, or like is there anything coming to play with with that particular? As it's related to the county. That's related to just I mean, to early two thousand eighteen, you so, got arrested. Right, February twenty eighteen. Yeah, but that was that the the Young Dems election is early twenty seventeen. Okay, but so but, but that from was then a year on, later. But you you also said that before you got arrested, like just it was a it was like a just things happening kind of. Yeah, I had a, I'd exp- well, we had finally won. Here's the thing: that whole time from sixteen to the arrest and on, me and my team or people that support me and support what I'm doing and what I stand for, which is reform and honesty and bring it and when i say honesty i don't mean like your perception of honesty i'm talking about you the, i'm talking about the if the truth. rules say this if the, if the law okay. if the rules say do this and this is how we this is how we can serve the people honestly that's what i'm talking about so my my honesty yeah. is, is is if i'm but i'm but i mean by honesty just to give an example is yeah. if i say hey uh you know where were you on friday yeah. at nine uh-huh. and you tell me oh, i wasn't home uh-huh. 
that's honest, but that's not what I'm asking you. I want to know where you were at at uh-huh. nine o'clock on Friday. Sure. So you give me you, you give me the way I, where you were at. Not I wasn't home. That's what you giving me. I'm giving. I'm trying to give you the full answer, whatever you want to know, exactly to the point. But when I talk about honesty as it relates to serving the community, I'm talking about the position has an out has a has roles and responsibilities. Got gotcha. you. Are we doing these or are we not? So you're talking what's in the fine print? What's in the yeah, fine I'm talking about. I'm gotcha. talking about like rules and regulations. If, if you're the secretary, if you're the treasurer, if you're the chair, if you're the vice chair, you have your roles and responsibilities like mapped out. If you're taking other people's responsibilities, or you're not letting them do their job, or you're taking money. You know, or you're making decisions without the body, that's dishonest. And that's what happens in politics. People will, will benefit themselves personally, will give themselves more titles, will give themselves more authority, or will give their friends more titles and authority than they, than they have earned or they have even been voted on. And that's, that's corruption. So, so you, that's, yeah. So that's corruption. And, 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 and given- that happens at every level. So we talk about YD chair. I ran for YD chair. I, had a, I did have a team then. I had a whole slate of candidates. We, had a, we did have, we went in there with a whole team ready to go. And we had folks that had committed to vote for us. At the convention, they changed the rules. They cheated. They let some people in and vote that shouldn't have been able to. They took some people out that, that should have been able to. And while, just, just curious, out of yeah. curiosity, with you being how you are, yeah. why didn't you fight that? I did. And what happened? What was the outcome of that fight? Well, so at a convention, I mean, they have certain time frames. Okay. And... It my my fight, you know, was was had all up to the actual election, right? Now, even at the election, even while everybody's about to vote, they were pulling strings, and some people saw it, and I did fight it. But and some of my folks won. All the folks that we were fighting for, because again, it's not just about me. Okay, it's my, my a lot of my folks won. Now, the person they had put up against me. That was the main person they were trying to pull those the, those rules those rule breaking the, all the rule breaking for. Are, are you so in this? He pre- wins. Are you in the pretzel cool? Uh, the person that won. Yeah, that one that you're talking about. I mean, he cheated. He's a liar. But yeah, not cool. Like, nah, cool. I mean, so what? what, what is if he, he ever wanted to call me, if he ever wanted to work, we could work. But what does he do he's now? He's not gonna. He's not cool with me because you know. What does he do now? What does he do now? He, uh, I think he's just in school at UJ. Okay, so yeah. so the why because. The Y, what is it called again now? Y, YDG. YDG. Young Dems of Georgia. Mm-hmm. Young Dems. So you didn't, you didn't, you didn't win that one. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what's your but mind? We proved, our, we proved our point. We proved the case. Part of me running was because the other guy, he shouldn't, he shouldn't have won it. He should, he, we knew that the only way he could win it was if he cheated. And when he did, we proved that. We proved that that's what they were willing to do. So for me, I mean, just like anybody else, you gotta kind of you gotta you gotta manage your, your where you put your spirit at. You know what I'm saying? You gotta Energy, manage yeah, where you put your it. time, and your finances, and yeah. yeah. And see, YDG is not really it's not a it's not a legitimate affiliate of the Democratic Party. It's where basically they just put all the people under forty to just practice and organize, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to you know I don't want to you know make it seem like it's something that's something small, you know. But no, 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 I'm just saying like that's just that's just by definition that's what it is. Now, I wish, that, and that's unfortunately that's the way they do it in Georgia. In New Hampshire, it's very different. They have staff, everything, but here we don't we don't take it serious. We don't raise money. I was VP of Finance, and I I was exposing that they. Were wasting money on contracts, mm-hmm. that they were wasting money on bank fees, and that we weren't doing near any of the, the the auditing that we needed to do on our end, so that the counties and the state could actually make money together. 
and actually grow together. When I exposed that, they retaliated by you know what what they did. Do but, you so you this this there's mm-hmm. a straight straight answer. Do yeah. you think that you would have done a better job than a person that was elect, that was elected that year? Of course, hundred percent. That's not a. Did he do a bad job that year? Yes. It, he here's the thing. Immediately, <laughs> immediately, bro. Immediately, you gotta understand. I everything I said was gonna happen. It happened. Immediately, they they burned seven hundred dollars in the bank account for some bank fee stuff that we could have avoided if I had been elected because I told them all the ways to fix it. I find out months later that's what's happening. Because here's the thing, like I said, some of our people won. So some of my people were still on the executive board, right? So all through that next six months, I was getting people telling me like, yo, you can't believe it. Exactly what you said was going to happen, happen. This is what's happening. This is what's happening. These people aren't listening. These people aren't working together. Da, 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 da. So, you know, so yeah, I mean, of course, if, if, you saw, if, pretty if much I had you saw been, before it happened, you saw it coming. Because I, because I had worked with these folks. In fact, the guy that won, I had worked with him. I had driven him around places. I had figured out, you know, kind of how his head worked. But y'all beefing now. Not beefing. It's not beefing. The thing was, when he called me and said he wanted my support, I said, I'm sorry. I can't support you. I'm going to have to run against you. Mm. Because if you're in charge of this organization, things are going to go downhill. Okay. And he still chaired that organization. And they didn't do anything for Abrams. Half the things that that they could have done that that I would have made sure that we were ready for didn't happen. Good point. Didn't happen. A good point. I'm gonna write Abram down. I want to ask a question about that. Yeah. Real quick. Who Who is that now? Who is the person in charge now? It's Luke the same Box. guy. Yeah. Luke Box is the same guy. Charity, Young Dems. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Are, let's 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 let's, ask, let's talk about Abram real quick. Do you feel like maybe had you been more involved with what was going on? And you would have won your election uh, that you could have probably pushed forward, maybe get more votes or something like that. Like, do you feel like, I'm pretty sure that when you vote in Democrat in Georgia, mm-hmm. that's a, every every county, every mm-hmm. state, every district, it, it matters mm-hmm. on what's going on. Mm-hmm. So if our, if our district isn't the, sh- mm-hmm. the strongest or have, doesn't have the best leadership, it's going to reflect in those votes. 100%. In Augusta. Even exactly. though we did well with her, but still. Sure. Organizing is not by accident. You have to, you have to work and organize for your outcomes. If I was in charge, I don't think there's any question that we would have done better in key demographics because I'm not I'm a professional at this. And instead of having professionals run a lot of this, they opted to take folks either from out of state or break up our structure into different pieces that didn't work together. Hmm. I, I organize fully coordinated campaigns. A fully coordinated campaign means that there's no red tape between these different organizations. That's not what we do. Here, even in Augusta, if you look just at Augusta, we had a paid canvassing organization that had an office. We had the county office over here. We had the coordinated office, which was blocks away from that in another spot. We had another organization, which was up here, <laughs> uh, New Georgia Project. That's, that's four different revenue streams. That's four different teams not talking to each other. I got reports. People called me. People told me that I, one neighborhood got hit four <clears throat> times in one day. That's not efficient. Why would you do that? Why would why would why would and you're all you all Democrats? They're all, exactly. See, I, like I tell you, nobody wins when the family feuds. Okay. man. I keep trying to tell you. Okay, that, man. so let so let me in there and pull the family together because right now that's what's happening. I'm about to run for secretary, and I've got people from all these different parts of the state saying yes, Joe, because they know when I when it when it's when I'm really in it, when I'm not getting fought by the establishment, when folks that have that are full of ego are not coming after me. They know that work gets done because my two mottos are, are we having fun and are we getting it done? And that's why I was a regional field director here, and that's why I keep getting work everywhere. Do you think maybe it's because your philosophy may be, your philosophy may be seen, looked at as you want to 
destroy and rebuild? No. Do you think that's that's a, just a, PR? Like, that's spin. No, but that, that, that's the way for them to try to keep you out. Like, cause you know, mm-hmm. in, in doing that, mm-hmm. people are gonna lose their job. If, if what you're saying you're trying to do, there's it's not room for everybody there. That's not true. So it's room for so everybody can keep their same position. It's, same here's everything. the thing. Here's what happens. Instead of there being being four different umbrellas that everybody works under, it's one umbrella. Everybody can work under. Here's the thing. People that have beef with me over the years, if if you work, I hire you, because it's not personal to me. It's about outcomes. It's about numbers. But if you don't work, if you've already proven that you're not the type of person to actually work, you just want the title, you just want to shine, then no, nah, you're not on the team. If you if you putting together a team, you need people that's that's going to deliver. Just like with anything else, we got to do that for the Speaking campaign. Speaking of shine, like so, why do you think you were the only one that was arrested? And I only say that because I told you because I'm just like just like you said, I was the leader. That's how I, that's what everybody else thought. I was the leader, but it, I was only the leader because people were following me. I was only the leader because I knew the bylaws. I knew what I knew how to how to do it. How do to you challenge think it. that people will be hesitant to work with you because maybe they feel like you may want to shine? Well, I think I'm, that's gonna happen. People gonna think that that's gonna, happen. that's gonna happen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People, no, because you know, I mean, if if somebody if somebody's your rival, they gonna say whatever. They gonna imagine whatever about you. But the yeah, fact is, yeah. the fact is, and the numbers don't lie. That's that's the thing about me is fine. We you want to have a personal squabble? Do that by yourself. Look at the numbers. I mean, that makes sense. Talk to my bosses. Talk to my peers. Talk to people that actually work with me. The people that, that want to talk the most about me have never actually worked with me. Um, I was trying to bring people names in there because I don't know everybody. Yeah. Um, but one of, the, one of the reasons why I did kind of like really hit you, hit you up like in the middle of the weekend, like let's, let's do set a date. I woke up one morning. Mm-hmm. I went to work. For some strange reason, they changed my schedule. I don't know why. So I woke up at 5 in the morning, got to work at 5.30. That was late, but it don't matter. And it said close. I said, okay, okay, cool. But I get a, I get a Facebook notification, and it's you. Yeah. And you were commenting under a picture. I guess yeah. I was tagged in, I think. I'm not sure what it was about, but I tagged in. I think it, was, it had to been some politician stuff. And you were no, saying, No, you had shared it. I think you, or did I share it? If somebody, either somebody tagged you, I thought, I thought you had shared it. I must have. I don't, I don't. I don't know. I but somebody probably did I just tag you in it, and then they sh- and then you shared it. Yeah, yeah, and you told them to take the picture down. You was like, "Hey, mm-hmm. take it down." Yeah, I'm beyond with you, man. Yeah, I, I didn't know that was you in the picture at first. You know what I'm saying? I felt like maybe because you know the maybe because you know the ins and outs. I don't know, right? But and of course that, not. And, you're, not, you're not gonna know what I look like four years ago. Da, da, da. Yeah. Oh yeah, well, yeah. And you didn't have a lot of hair. You had like a little mini fro, yeah. but uh, yeah. a Hispanic fro. Yeah. Right, yeah. But um, but but the, the fact that matter, I was like. I gotta, I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna have to get them on now. And I, I don't know, it was, yeah. just, that, it was just that yeah. morning, like me seeing yeah. it and you, and you, and I was like, well, only be, mainly because. That was the whole point. That's why I commented on it. Oh, okay. So well, we'll be right good. here. That's good. But you got, you got me then. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, he, 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 he trolling. He, I thought you were trolling. Yeah, I, I thought so. Yeah, that's fine. And um, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't meant to be trolling like it was useless. It was because. I screenshotted it. I went back later. It wasn't there no more. I don't know. I, I don't know if you delete the oh, comment really? or if he, I don't know, but. It wasn't there no more, so I said, all right, well, cool. But I, I, I got it. It was, you, you, wrote, you wrote a good bit, I'm not going to lie. No, because here's the thing. I'll be honest. I put it on your post. I put it on the original post. It was two pages. It was I two, put it two on, different posts. It probably yes. wasn't on the original post. Okay. I put okay. it on, somebody else has shared it. I put it on there. And it's because it was all the same people. It was all the same folks that's been coming after me. Jordan they Johnson put, coming after yeah. you? Yeah. He said, Are you serious? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, I mean, I, you know. When I say, every time I say the executives, that's him. He's been an executive of the county party this entire time. Y'all the same age? Nah, he's younger than me. Okay. About six, seven years younger than me, probably. Wow, okay. But, I, but here's the thing. I, I put him on this. I put you him put on him on? This. Yeah. And when the older folks told him to stop working with me, he said, all right. Because he figured 
that that was the route to the power. And so, and that's been that's been the case for him for the most part, recently. But in this, in so doing, he's lost a lot of trust. A lot of folks don't understand why he would keep being a part of that crew, that except crew. for the fact that it's obvious when you say coming against mean me and others. I'm talking about the same folks that said to get me arrested and did the, so, the restraining so, so, order. So you do agree and that. kept all this because it's not just me. You understand? There's about 25 other people that kept out of the party, but only one got arrested. Right. Because they said I was the ringleader. They, they're not going to arrest sense. 25. It's going to be sense. obvious sense. if sense. they arrest 25 people. So, yeah. with, 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 within, within saying that, mm-hmm. what I want to know is the whatever position he's in right now, mm-hmm. um, were you ever trying to be in that position? 2016. Okay, so yeah, I, said, I mentioned that a while ago. I said 2016. I, I, I don't know. I so 2016 was, I don't you know. Understand. Here's the what. timeline. The timeline is 2016, me and all these new folks start coming up, start showing up to the meetings. So they get paranoid and they start denying memberships because at, at that time, at the end of 2016, they were about to elect a new chair. Not Jordan, somebody else. Okay. So they're afraid that we're going to have enough power and authority to actually get the votes for me to be chair. And they just start denying memberships. They just start, they, and they start saying stuff like, oh, we lost it. Oh, we misplaced it. And I, we start I, recording everything. Okay, okay. That's when you start recording. Yeah. See, when I asked you a little while ago, I was, I was trying to say, when I, I, I honestly didn't it's know all there. what it's it was called. It's like six hours at this point. But you, you have said, to watch um, but I said in 2016, some, mm-hmm. you said, you said, you, you said that mm-hmm. you didn't change, they did. That was you said a little while ago, 2016. Their, their perception of me changed. Okay. Yeah. But, I had always been the so, guy that was you working to, and on the in team. Two, in 2016, you also tried to go for chair. Yeah. And you didn't get it. Because they cheated. <laughs> But um, okay, so they cheated. Let's yeah. just say they cheated. Um, I mean, they did. They were people that should have been able to vote were not able to vote. Okay, and that's the trend. So here. I, that's the trend here. That's I'm the go- common theme in 2016 at that election, in 2017 at the state election, and just recently, just recently, for Jordan to get his position, he had to do it by so he cheated. Running, too. yeah, he ran unopposed. He made sure that people that would have vote would have voted against him or would have run against him were not even members, and that was the process. The last couple of months of them installing basically their own folks. They they put folks on a list that weren't even running. They found out after the fact that they were that they were put on there. That's undemocratic. Would if you, you wanted to run for a seat, you should have been able to. But they would didn't. You even and Jordan, let you know. would would y'all ever be able to talk in the same room? Of course. I feel like I want to ask y'all questions. Of course. Together. Here's the thing. I've given. I've I've said Jordan. Let's figure this out. Let's get it together. Let's work together. The whole point of me putting him on. The whole point of me saying. His first position in the party was chair of the Young Dems because I wanted him to be chair of the Young Dems. I didn't care where I sat. I didn't care what my title was. The only reason I ran for chair was because they were scared of it. Yeah, you got to understand. I was not going to run for chair initially, but I knew that they were going to put up the same old, same old, same old, and we were going to lose again and again and again. But you see how you just told me that? Like that yeah. see, but to me, and that's, it could be the truth, but that could be your truth. He might look at it a completely different way. He might feel like he worked hard. I, I, I haven't spoken to him about something like this, but cause I only spoke to him like two times in my whole life. But I, he might feel a little different. Just like I'm sure he, let's, I'm let's, sure let's, he does. Let's give an example. Let's say sure I say, yo, um, let's say, cheating, instance, let's say <laughs> tomorrow or next week, mm-hmm. uh, something drastic happens for you, right? Something crazy good, crazy good. Hopefully it do, but it happens for you. 
And I'm like, yeah, man, it wouldn't happen if it wouldn't happen if you was on a podcast. Da, 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 you know what I'm saying? That, that to me, that might be my truth. I might feel that way. You know what I'm saying? But you might feel like I appreciate I'm, you. I'm Joe. You, you know, put me you on. Know, yeah, yeah. You're not gonna say that. You're not gonna. I will. You talking that, about? No. Nah, if they gonna, say I saw you on more than the Masters, I'm gonna be like, yeah. Nah, you're gonna be like, nah. In 07, I ran. For, I did stuff for Obama. Nah. I was 14 years old. I was. Nah. That's what you're gonna tell me. <laughs> but 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 I, all I mean is that yeah. your perspective, which is true to you, uh-huh. he might feel a little different. Okay, and if but, it's not true to him, me, that's but fine. But let me talk about real facts. Jordan Jordan got that. He got that position. He ran that. He ran for that position. He told people, "You should support me because when I win, I'll make changes, and I'll work with Joe, and I'll work with his mom." And I'll work with all those other people that we he did. He said that wrong. last year. He said that, yeah, he, he said that right, yeah, before October 25th, which was that election. He was telling people, he was telling folks so that. Because they you, were already you, concerned about that. You and him were cool in October no, 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 of 2018. No, 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 no. I'm not saying we were cool. That's what he was telling people. He, yeah. had, he hasn't talked to me. But you heard him say that. He, yeah, people came to me and said that's what they told him. Multiple people. People that's, in Atlanta told, he told people in Atlanta, he told people here, he told people that was too. involved in it. Um, not him telling them that, no. Nah. But I got, I got texts of, of folks telling me that he told them that. And then, I, and then I told them, okay, well, have him call me. I texted him. I called him. I got multiple numbers for Jordan. He, he don't know how I get all his numbers, but I called him because I wanted to reach him and make sure this was legit. How do you get those numbers? Over time. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, over time. I'm, I'm he'll, over time, he'll hit me. His number will be on something. Da, da, da. Nah, but I mean, that's the thing. Like, that's why I love a paper trail. I really, honestly do. Because I will do everything up to the up to a point of being reasonable, so that we can get something done. But if you're just going to be that wall, then it's time to break down the wall. Is a politician ever wrong? Not, Is a politician not, not, never not, wrong? Not you. I mean, of like, course. No, to themselves though. Like, has, has it ever been a politician to say, you know what, this I, I messed this up? Like, like has a has a politician ever just came clean and said, you know what, yeah, that probably wasn't the best idea. Now nah, I messed that up. Of course. Okay. Um. So, so we're gonna get that from Jordan, is what you're asking? I'm not no, I'm just asking only I'm only asking because well I, I guess I would have to have him on like as time go on to see what happens with him. Cause like it's no I have I don't know any controversy dealing no, no, with him. I'm telling you, I'm t- I'm telling you, th- he lies. We everybody knows this. If you if you work closely enough with him, you understand that he lies. People I, give him chances and he lies. I've seen But him. here's the thing, it's not just him. I'm not blaming just Jordan. It's not about Jordan. It's about an entire culture in politics where it's okay. To lie, and they and they they make it okay. They say it's okay to just tell that little lie. But he only started lying when he got from around you. So no, after no, no, he no, started, no, 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 no. If, okay. if what I'm saying is, in fact, what I'm trying to actually, what I'm trying to set up for him and anybody else is that when he got into that culture, and those and those folks said it was more important not to work with me and not to work with the folks that supported me. It it meant that the whole thing started becoming dishonest, and that's how it starts. Now politicians will start to lie even more if that becomes the norm. And that's what I've seen. And, and I, it's not just politicians. It happens all the time. Well, we, say, we, we've I, I, worked I don't with managers before. I don't, yeah, that's what I'm saying to me. So okay. to me, it politics is politics, yeah. I feel like there's going to be lies in there regardless. Right. And we're going to look at lies. We might, to them, they look as failures. No, so. no, no, but here's, I'm telling you, he told people he was going to work with me. It's been over 100 days since that, since that time frame when he it's, told people it's that. It's not like he got a little time. He still happened. got time. He got time. He might, he might call you. you he might you, call you Monday. Why are you caving for it? Lies, bro. No, nah, I mean I don't, is, I don't. I don't know. Like, hold, 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 hold. I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm serious. He told people, if you elect me, and what's funny about that too is he was running unopposed. He was he was trying to create some idea in their mind 
that there was actually a contest, that this was actually a, something that you need, the people needed to pay attention to. That's where, that's where I get to the shine part. He knew he was going to win. Every, they, he, he had put his own people in the position of the only people that could vote were the people that were going to support him. So he's lying to the community by running, in a, by running a race for himself. If you want to oppose, you're going to win, right? Right. And it's in the middle of the midterms. We should have been supporting Abrams. We should have been knocking doors for Abrams. We should have been having, you know, fundraisers and on the calls for Abrams. October, in the middle of October, that's early voting. And what is Jordan and what are the people around him doing instead? They're trying to hype up an election for him that he's running unopposed in where all the people, the only people that can vote are going to vote for him. And at the same time, they tried to impeach two members that they were afraid of were going to point out that those elections were illegitimate. And those two members had to get lawyers. So you got to say, it's not just me. They come after me and it gets public because I got nothing to hide and because the media likes me for some reason. But check it out. <laughs> for some reason. Well, yeah, because I'm honest. That's the thing, though. Here's The real reason why they like me is because I will always give them a full statement. And the media don't like anything worse than a, than a soundbite. Good, good, good point. So, are there news outlets? Do news outlets uh, have a party that they like? Yeah, different ones. So, like, Fox will be pretty like much Trump. all of these out here like Republicans, but that's so. That's not to me. And my and my. This is just my opinion. I'm not in no politics. Mm-hmm. You might know a little more than me. A lot more than mm-hmm. me. I'm assuming they might like you mm-hmm. because they tell, it's like they say. You know, I'm not saying you air in dirty laundry, but if they can get. Dirt on mm-hmm. Democrats. Sure, Joe, come on down. Hey, let's, let's have a conversation. But that's right. But if right. I'm a Republican, if I'm a Republican news outlet, yeah. I want to. I'm talking to you every week. But, you know, when, I, but when I go on those shows, I call them out too. Okay, then that, that and that's and to me like even and when, when, I, even when, when I go on the shows, now, I tell them like, look, and I'm coming after you. Like this is this is no different. So then that's how and that's how I wanted this to be. So even when I'm coming at you now, mm-hmm. like talking to you, like yeah. to me, I, I watched like I think two or three. Uh, just things with you, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Damn, why are you not asking this question? Why are you not asking this question? So when I'm asking these questions, a lot of these questions I do have are yeah. because I felt like yeah. people that interviewed should have asked you that question or sure. asked you this question. Or right. I feel like a lot of times you went in and you kind of you like you say you, the shine part. You just went and took over. You know what I'm saying? To me, like some, yeah. in some interviews I've seen. Right. So when I when well, here's I, the thing, told, I'm, not, I'm not stupid. If I'm like, if I get a mic, I'm gonna tell the story. I'm gonna tell it completely. I'm gonna hope that people pay attention. You know what I'm saying? That makes sense. That's, that makes sense. That, like, sound, if sound people like that. want to perceive that as I'm just out out for shine, cool. That's on you. I, but I, the whole point I is though, think, do you actually you. Take... I don't think that's a flaw to be out for shine. Exactly. Well, it, and that's, I'm not saying that either. I'm just saying like, if that, but that if that is your thing, if that if there's really no substance behind it, if there's really no like other mission behind it, then and and if it really is just about you know lining your pockets, mm-hmm. like then okay. Then, then it can't be a flaw. Then it can be too much. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And what's funny is like I had the, all this started happening because they came after me. I w- this wouldn't happen at all if rules had been followed. Court wouldn't have happened what, at all. What, what do you Media think? Media attention what, wouldn't have happened at all. I would have been fine just working. What do you think you just would be? Getting at, thing done. Excuse me. What do you think you would be at right now if one? So one A B C. One A B or C. One you never said anything about. You just you just kept being. I guess you couldn't keep being you, not saying anything, mm-hmm. but just trying to be in certain positions or whatever. For one, mm-hmm. two, you won in 2016, mm-hmm. or three, you won in 2017. Do you think any of those outcomes changing would have changed where you at right now, as far as being on the opposing side? You would probably be within the in crowd, maybe. Well, it's not really the in crowd. What would have happened was what would have happened 
would have been me and everybody on this reform tip and everybody on this progressive tip and everybody on this organizing tip, we would have actually changed the landscape. Reform, you're talking about, of, you're talking about actual the Democratic Party, reforming what goes on in I'm that, talking about talking making about? it better. I'm talking, about, I'm, okay. talking about, I'm talking about going from a dishonest... Not Augusta, just the Democratic Party. The, yeah, just well, that Democratic Party. Well, that's party. the thing. This is not unique to Augusta. It's not. This is not, it's not just happening here. This is happening in Savannah. This is happening in Columbus. This is happening in Dublin. This is happening in uh, Athens. They, do, do they all know you? Yeah. You probably banned from them places, ain't it? No. Oh, okay. No. I no. think I'm not, I'm not banned from, from anywhere except, and, so, and, I, and I'm not really, I was never really banned from here. That was all hype. You just got arrested. Okay. I got arrested. And that's the thing. If I wanted to, if I wanted to, I could sue Richmond County for wrongful arrest. That's the, if I wanted to be ugly, if I wanted to be aggressive, if I wanted to just be attention, 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 I would be handling all of this very differently. I'm on your program because I know that's not the kind of program you put on. Yeah, I'm, I'm on I'm, your I'm program up. because this stuff matters. And I think that the people that listen to your program for other things, not even politics, deserve politicians and deserve leaders in the community that's going to be straight up and not just... Assume that everybody can just will just just eat what's spoon fed, just the PR. Exactly, exactly, and I I do feel like, like the whole the arrested um just the whole. But I want to also bring to the forefront. Actually, I this, this is that beyond. You Georgia. won the case. I won the let's, case, and here's the, here's what's funny about it. When I was in New Hampshire, I was at a banquet. Alec Baldwin was at the banquet doing the speech. Alec Baldwin, yeah, I like Alec him. Baldwin, yeah, I like him. He does his little Trump impression and everything. Anyway, so he he did a, he did a little program. I just happened to be at the banquet with New Hampshire Democrats. Cause I'm up there working with them. I'm talking to this dude, and we're on the same like steering committee. Anyway, it's a little leadership little thing. And I mentioned, you know, we're just getting to know each other. And I mentioned to him, yeah, it's kind of funny. Back home, you know, I got this. I got some folks that want to um, recruit me to run for chair of the party, like the actual state party. And then I got other folks that, you know, just had. Um, this was before my last court appearance. So I said, you know, and I have, I have other folks that's suing me and trying to take me to court as soon as I get back home. And he's mid-drink. He stops. He goes, wait, that's you? This Alec is Baldwin? not just Georgia. No, no, no. Not Alabama. This is somebody okay, okay, in New Hampshire okay. who's on a steering committee, on leadership, in leadership and in New Hampshire. They knew about it? They knew about it. Because I was in magazines back then when I first got arrested. Um, other people are watching what's happening in Georgia right now. How do you get in magazines? How do I, how do you get in them? People yeah. read about the story. Like it so so actually here's what happened. I got arrested and I told, you know, my social media folks, well, I didn't even have to tell them. I'm in the paper. It got published. You know, everybody locally starts sharing it. And then that got shared to state folks and that got shared to national folks. And because like I said, this is not unique, this is not unique to Augusta. It's just we have an opportunity here. We have the reality here is that because me and other folks that have been organizing for a year around this, trying to expose the corruption, have given a window to folks all over the country that are dealing with very similar issues. You know, when they talk about what happened in 16 with Bernie Hillary, that kind of, you know, corruption is still, it, it's, it's still out here. And, it's, and it doesn't, but here's the thing. Once, you, once it gets to the Bernie Hillary side, it's not, it's too late. And that's the whole Bernie Hillary stuff. I don't even like to really like, Get into that because it's too it's too complex. People don't understand that it's not about her Bernie or Hillary. It's not about either of those people. It's about what happens at this level. It's about what happens at the county and the state that's level. What I, that's what I, and that's I mean when when I was when that when when the voting was just starting and we uh I got three four I got three podcasts I do so this is my main one obviously then I got five mm-hmm. I do with somebody else is more entertainment then I got mm-hmm. half hour Black Power which is 
mm-hmm. what that is about. Mm-hmm. Um, we had um, we did we did talk about voting mm-hmm. towards the voting area, and I, I know we don't do that, but I did it this time because I do realize that you know this is the most most important part of everything. Mm-hmm. So like, even when I'm talking to you, it's just it's kind of like it's not mind boggling or blowing, but to to see that it's it's issues like this amongst people that post that we we expect to change things mm-hmm. and it's like how can we really expect change within Augusta if y'all can't even No get no along? here's the thing take the y'all out of it. Well you, they so No no they. take they out of it. So us. You mean us. us. So also all of us together. I need you to start showing up. At the meetings? Yes. I don't want to get arrested. I need nah I need here's the thing. Show up. Just show up. I did, I, need, I, did, I need folks I did hear, watching I did, to show up. Here's the thing. Here, oh, that means on let, Wednesdays? Let me finish. Let me, the, the idea here is we are the party. The reason they came after me was because I started opening up the party for folks to see that. That's the only reason they came after me. If it was just me and if I just sat there and, I didn't, and, if I wasn't, and people didn't start coming in at the same time, there would be no problems, according to them, because they, as far as they know, their, their power is secure. What I'm, what I'm, the whole point is more of us need to show up in order for it really to work for us. It's not really going to work not, for us if we meetings? don't show up. Uh, second Wednesday of the month okay, are I, those I, meetings. I, I, think, no, now, I think Jordan did tell me that one time. Our organization yeah, meets every Wednesday. Progressives for Democratic Reform. We go to those meetings and we have our own because we know that what happens at those meetings is not enough. So you're now, now you're allowed back at the meetings. I'm going to find out. Oh, okay. I don't, oh, Here's the thing. Wow. So back to what Jordan said about how he was going to work with me. Haven't heard anything. I don't know. I honestly do not know if according to him or according to any of the leadership there, it's going to be okay if I show up. But here's the other thing. They've done, they have, they have managed their, the, the, cha- the charter, the county charter, in such a way that you really can't trust the membership. You can't trust the, the way it's structured. It needs, we need to redo it. We need, a, we need an actual legitimate election. Because all those other elections that they tried to have were not, well, they weren't legitimate. If you cheated to get your position, if, you, if everybody who is a member right now got those seats by a process that was not democratic, that was not free and open to the public, then we need to redo those. So if Jordan has integrity, if Jordan has leadership skills, if Jordan wants to prove to the community that he wants to run an organization by the rules with integrity, he should start those elections. Part and of me, I, that, that tell, and see, part of that is, I would lose my seat. I have, I'm putting my own seat at risk by saying, let's start over, let's actually start over and do this right. So that if you show up and you want to be a member, if anybody in your family wants to be a member, if there's a young person that wants to get involved in politics and they can give that one meeting a month, let's do it. Let's train them up now. Let's, because that's that's again, that's where my head's at. I'm thinking about the eight, nine, ten year old in my neighborhood right now that needs to understand why schools have certain outcomes, why medica- med- medical outcomes are a certain way for their family and not for somebody else. So that in by the time they can vote, we can we can be supporting them, so they can run for a, they can run for an office or they can get a job working in in one of these uh, offices. It's it's. But we, we have to be deliberate about that, and we have to be honest about that. We can't just lie to folks and make, th- make things work just for us, just for a few people. And in business, a lot of times they say, you know, it's, it's just business. It's never personal. Do you, would you say it's the same for activists, politics? Is it, is it, is it just politics never personal, or is it 
personal sometimes, or do you, or can you not can you not can you not distinguish it or separate the two? And I ask that because right, like listening to you, you seem passionate about um, act, activism and change, reform. I'm gonna use that word because you use the word reform. It yeah. sounds sounds nice. I like the word R. Um, <laughs> so I ask that question yeah. because I wonder if somebody that does have this passion that. Uh, does look at certain situations with, with with that passion, or take situations, or you know use emotion involved because with passion is emotion. Mm-hmm. So can you can you draw that fine line between personal and politics, or is it all entwined to one? And I only ask that because when when you in, in politics, I would, just, I would just say it's all personal. So it's all personal. Everything about it. It's it's just, it can't be. You can't you can't mix the two. You can't have. You can't just be. Political today and then personal. If it's if politics is all, is is all business or always business, then it's not serving the people. Let me ask you, and this is not this and this is a good question because there's nothing personally directed between nobody and uh-huh. Augusta like that. Right. Two lawyers. Uh huh. Um. One's uh on one side, other ones on the other side. Right. Uh-huh. We go to trial, whatever. Say, say it's me. I'm the black man. Let's say it's me. I get I get 25 life. Cool. This per- but these two lawyers know each other. Now, person, they, they should. Their job is what their job is, right? Do you think them two can they have like eat, afterwards they eat lunch? They always do. Is there not a separation there? I'm, I'm, I don't think lawyers are the same as politicians. No, that's, but that's the job. It's all, that's the job. It's politics in, the, the, in the judicial system. So I right. know politics and no, that's the job. Political for sure. And like you know, I I do it all the time. I have lunch with Republicans that I disagree with on politics all the time. I have lunch with Democrats, elite Democrats that I disagree with on politics all the time. I have I have I have my regular meetings on Wednesdays with Progressive Democratic Reform. We don't always agree on everything, but what we do is decide to work together. Like, and and so so that's so that's what it is. But back to the question, like you know, when somebody says it's, it was just business, it's not personal. That's too cold for politics, and 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 that's the problem. We have to change that. If politics is supposed to be for the people, by the people, then it needs to have the people in mind. It should not just be about the person or the one person in their business or their firm or their money-making venture. That's not what this is about. If anything, what I'm trying to do is reinvigorate a spirit in politics that actually is welcoming to people, that actually serves people. Because And people say that all the time. I want to serve the people. That's not a platform. I'm not talking about a platform. I'm talking about dead serious. I'm talking about you can't make enough to feed your family. I'm talking about you can't save for retirement. I'm talking about you can't put somebody in school. I'm saying you can't get to work. Um, I'm saying you, they're, they're, the landlord is trying to put you out. That's personal politics that somebody in office needs to be able to serve, needs to be able to actually deliver on changes for. All this stuff is a distraction. All this stuff is not helpful. But we got to break this down. This has to stop. This we have to actually agree that this needs to end in order for us to actually be able to deliver on everybody else. Because here's the thing. If I didn't speak up, if I didn't say anything, all of us would, be, would still be lied to and nothing would change, but we wouldn't know it. The difference is I'm making people know it. I'm making people realize that these people, as nice as you think they are, or as nice as they come across, are actually being dishonest to you. They're actually pulling strings to benefit themselves so that they get advancement and your issues are just uh, straight up PR. The the The... I, I agree with that, and I, that's how I have the same mindset or have the same thoughts um, with anybody I'm dealing with in, in mm-hmm. politics, right? Like, I'm talking to you now, we're talking, mm-hmm. some things you, we, we, we might agree, we might not agree on. 
it's things you can. Who we disagree on? No, I'm not not right now. I'm just about in general. So I can next week. I'm not, but I could have a Republican hit me up and say, hey, I need to come on your show. All right, cool, boom. A Republican, they also can talk about things that I may agree with, may not agree with. Of course. With. So a lot of times when you did, when you are dealing politics, it's so hard to but, pick but, and choose what, what, what you should believe because right. y'all all sound right No, no, all but the here's time. The thing. Here's, but here's the thing. When, when here's, what you, here's what we need more people to understand. What I say is one thing. What I vote on is something else. And how I behave in leadership is important. And that's not what we're paying attention to. We're paying attention to the flower language. We're paying attention to, you know, somebody saying something that's nice that they like to hear. Maybe that's why I'm not popular for some of these folks because I don't care about just putting on that show. I, I want to say this and mean this and vote on this and behave that's, that way in that position. Um, be, I'll be really specific. You might have a conversation with a Republican. You might have a conversation with a Democrat. You might have a conversation with an Independent. They might all say things that you agree with, but when it comes to actually voting and putting it in law, putting it in writing, when you read the actual law, there might be some things in there that really actually hurt you. That's true. You know that's what I'm saying? True. They can make it sound any kind of which way, but when you read the law, that's what's important. That's why law is so important to me, because if it says we got to do it this way, if it says the people believe we're doing it this way, we better be doing it this way. So even this, this, this since you brought law, I was, I was kind of off that, but the uh, the... The initial, th- the initial charge you got arrested with was trespassing. That was just thrown out. It was you had to plead guilty to it. It was nothing. Uh, so actually, what happened is kind of funny. My lawyers, we brought it up to the case, and the reason I got to explain it is because it's not like it's not as simple as that. Well, I'm a criminal justice major, so I want to hear that right. that part. Yeah, it's, it's not as simple as that. We got up there, and instead of and and I did make I did put a plea in. I put a plea of not guilty. If I had put in any other plea. You know, it would have been a different story, right? I put in a plea of not guilty, so we started the process of the trial. The first thing that we filed, my my team filed, was a special demurrer, which means it puts it on the prosecution to define exactly who's being charged with what and why. And the prosecution couldn't define that. So that's why the case never went anywhere. I went one, I went to initially to plea, I went again. To continue the case because they because the prosecution wasn't ready. We had asked them for body cam footage. We had asked them for um, uh, if they had any if they had taken any statements. We had asked, but really it was the body cam footage. That's what I wanted because if they if they had actually brought to get body cam footage, they would have they would have you would have been able to see where I was actually compliant with the officer, where I was told by the officer we were going to have a conversation, and where I wasn't even in the building when they arrested me. So how are you going to arrest me for trespassing when I'm on the sidewalk waiting for a conversation for resolution? That's a lot. I mean, and then and then and that was his body cam. The other body cam of the guy who actually arrested me, you would have shown it would have shown me sitting in the cop car having a conversation with him about why arresting me is not necessary. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get the footage or the body cam. They didn't bring it. So lost. So just so the the case is over. So it just dismissed. Like what was the initial? So here's where we are right now, and this is where it's really interesting. This is where if I come on, if I come back on the show or whatever down the road, might be something to talk about because. The judge, the prosecution, uh, uh, prosecutor, Vida Pascal, who was elected. No, I'm sorry. She's appointed. She's appointed by Judge Jennings. In, in Judge Jennings' court, he asked her if she wanted to actually pursue the case because a- as it was, she couldn't pursue the case. She couldn't prove why I was being charged this way. They didn't have anything to go on. So he asked her if she wanted to keep pursuing it. Here's what she did. She turned around. She looked at the executives that were in the, office, that were in the, in the courtroom that day. And 
she turned back to the judge and she said, we'll, we'll consider refiling this at some point. And the judge was surprised by this because he knew there was nothing there. <laughs> but he can't, he, he can't, because she's the prosecutor, he can't ask her to drop it. To drop it. So he said, okay, well, if you're going to refile, I, I would imagine you'll be refiling in you know, the next six months or sooner than that, I'm sure. And she was like, mm-hmm. nah. And because of the type of courtroom we were in, she could refile up to two years. So April 2020, she could would be the last time that she would be there. So you on the next, so it really, really but nothing. She hasn't dropped it. She could take it off her desk and say, I'm done with this case. She's not taking it off her desk. And the reason we know she's not taking it off her case is because the minute she does, we'll get our bail money back. But if the minute she does that too, then that's the real clincher for them. Then, then that's the admission that they actually lost. And, you know, they could be doing anything at this point. They could be waiting to see if something else pops off. But my, my thinking is, if Jordan Johnson was, was serious about his claim, his pledge to work with me and work with my mom, who they also didn't let votes for, we both got votes for our seats. So we earned our seats. We, have, we are voting members of the committee. But they was won't your mom tell us. When you got arrested? Was your mom there when you got arrested? Um, I don't think she was in the building. Okay, no. that's good. That's good. Um, I'm trying to think if she was in the building. But she goes to the meeting still. She did for a little while, but it's like, but they cheated her on her position too. So we're trying to figure out now if they're if they're actually going to reinstate us. You know, honestly, listen to this. It, it would, I think, and honestly, it probably would make people not want to vote Democrat a little bit. For sure, it seems like. But here's the thing: they already don't. Just, just from your perspective, it seems like it might be a lot of cheating. They going already don't though. Well, if we fix that, I mean, that's especially we'll in Georgia. Get, that's definitely we'll get true. People that so, you, so you don't confide to that Georgia and just being a Republican state. You feel like it can be changed. Stacey Abrams said it the whole time. We're a blue state with a turnout problem. I mean, that, that showed mm-hmm. it didn't turn out. Mm-hmm. Fine. When I mean, we I voted did, for her, but at the very end, at the end of it, when they were trying to say, "Well, you can't really trust these results. You got to go back and get all the votes." Mm-hmm. We did what's called a provisional ballot chase. So we went out to try and find folks who had voted yeah, provisionally. Yeah. But we made we we messed up in that process because we didn't actually use the list of people that voted provisionally. If you go to the board of elections, they'll give you a list. They'll say, "Here's all the people that voted provisionally." We didn't do that, and I know the only reason I know this is because I know people that were out there knocking doors, right? And they reported back to me that they they caused more problems than they did actually fix anything, and that was part of the PR too, though. Was um, you know, we, we were knocking doors of people that either didn't vote provisionally and had no problems and then we showed up at the Board of Elections saying, Where's you know, what's wrong with my ballot? And the Board of Elections says there's nothing wrong with your ballot, or we would knock doors of people who just didn't vote. They were on our list, but they were telling us at the door, Oh yeah, I just didn't vote. So I mean I I I am not gonna get into that, but I did hear some things about not voting. I didn't I didn't really agree with people my, my age, my peers. Yeah. Kind of upsetting. Um And they probably didn't know anything about me, did they? They probably know you, but don't know about you. They probably don't know about this situation, right? Uh, nah, probably not. Probably not. Probably yeah. not, not, my, not people I know. There's, nah. there's thousands of people. We lost by less than 50,000 votes. We could have got those 50,000 votes if we had a unified, oh, if we had a unified uh, team. And if we had, um, you know, not, not all these splinters. Like I said, we have four different organizations in one city. We even sent our folks out to Athens. I was getting calls from folks in Athens saying, why are y'all sending, sending us y'all pay team? Oh, I'll tell you about that too. So the local county party had me taken off the paid organization. I was running shifts for Abrams. I was supervising shifts for Abrams. The local county calls them up, says so you, take them so off. So you didn't get paid no more. 
I I was paid for the, just a week or two, the couple weeks that I was there, and they just took me off the schedule. I knew why they took me off. I knew it was because of them. And the staff told me that. The staff was not supposed to tell me that. I recorded that too. I recorded the staff member after the campaign explaining what happened. Because people need to understand, if the party is going to hurt Abrams, if the party is willing to care more about itself than actually electing Abrams, then people need to know that it's, that it's the party that needs to change. It's not every Democrat. It's not all Democrats. But if the people in charge are actually working against us, we need to know this and change this. Now, yeah, but that's, that's, you, bring, you bring up a good point about people in charge working against us. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking about people in charge, people in the, in the party as a whole, if it's probably one team, one unified team, and like you said, you said they have these issues in Dublin, Savannah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know all the, all, the, all the counties you said, but all them counties you, you mentioned, all those all cities you mentioned, and then Augusta, and then you think like, Okay, we know Democrat, especially just in the parties in general, teams don't work well when there's issues amongst teams. Like I'm not going to say the Family Feud thing right now. I'm kind of tired. Yeah, yeah, no, wait, no, but, no, I'll go but, right back into that because there is a process, right? And that's another thing that people want to say about me. They want to say, well, he doesn't follow the process. No, 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 I did follow the process. I filed a complaint privately. I filed all my complaints privately. I filed them months in advance. I waited for responses. I got some. I didn't get others. I got delayed, 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 delayed. So, uh, and at one point I even was told, uh, oh yeah, no, we just ignored some of those because uh, the person that, that would have taken it, you know, she was on vacation, da, 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 da. No, no, I followed the process. Y'all didn't follow the process on purpose because you didn't want to actually fix the problems. So, again, by the time anybody else hears about the problems, I have gone through the process again and again and again. So if anybody wants to challenge me on the fact that I'm just doing things to be disruptive, nah. I actually learn the process. I care about it enough to follow it. And when there's no way for us, you know, when you talk about the family feuds, right? So yeah. no one wins the family feuds. We got to have a mechanism for the family to come together at the dinner table and talk about the problems. And right now, the head of the family is not interested in that. And that's why the family is falling apart. Now, I agree with that. I agree with that. I don't know the head of the family person, but I would, <laughs> I would, I would assume that it may be a reason why. Do you think maybe like what's been going on for the past six months, maybe a year, whatever, some change, or, or causing us to just want to back off? My thing is, should they be? Should they have a, a feud with with you? Should they just be feuding with you, and or, or you and your team? Not not, not saying your team, but you know people you know mm-hmm. in the, in the mm-hmm. party, whatever. Yeah. Should they be feuding with you, or should they be kind of like focused on the issues in Augusta that need to be changed? Like I don't like anything. I don't know school system, like you mentioned. Yeah. Or should they be? Going back and forth with Joe. Here's the thing. We need each other. We all need each other. I, I, I saw Will Fanoy at the last uh, local um, district meeting, district one meeting. Um, we need each other. We all need each other. And, and my door is I open. Like, I feel like you just name dropped there. For, I don't know. You, you said you saw who? Oh, our commissioner. Yeah, commissioner okay, Will, okay. Bill, Bill Fanoy. The reason I'm name dropping is because Bill Fanoy is a, is a commissioner who can work on things. And we work together on things. We invite him to the neighborhood to talk to people, right? But he's cool with you, though. Nah. As far as I know, he's not because he's in the videos defending the people that's feuding with me. If I'm saying so, you kind of name dropped. It's, it's a good I'm name just saying, drop. I'm saying yeah, it's, it's relevant. It's relevant. I want, I want to be able to work with the mayor, the commissioner, the sheriff, everybody. Everybody should be able to work together. We don't, okay? Not because they are prioritizing things that uh, they shouldn't. We're, we are feuding because they're just not even delivering on the basics, so we're not going to get anywhere when it comes to actually fixing my neighborhood, surrounding neighborhoods, 
when if you if you actually watch what these folks are doing, you know what I'm saying, and, and pay attention to the things that they're actually uh, actually focused on and actually talking about in the meetings. Um, I've agreed with a lot of things that that the mayor says and Bill, and Bill Fenoy says and the sheriff says. I mean, I help get I help uh, support uh, Sheriff Roundtree both times he ran. You know, I'm and I'm and I'll probably do it again if you know somebody else I I trust less than him <laughs> is going to run, but. Um, the, the the solution to this is easier than this conversation is actually making it sound. All they got to do is answer the all they got to do is answer the phone. All they got to do is say we're gonna stop breaking the rules in our organization. I feel like y'all all need to go to dinner. I'm fine with that. Not but to you gotta eat, understand though. mediation is something that that we have suggested this entire time. Mediation is something that we have been open to this entire time. I They're mean, me, me and you have just talked and it, it, yeah. it went well. Um, but there's no personal thing there. Like I know you, you know you know me, but it's not like no personal right. thing. I wonder how a talk would go when you have so much personal. Well, we underlying be issues. To, we just got to be. Here's the thing. Jordan knows what I want. Jordan knows what the folks that disagree with what what he and other people are doing want. He has to be willing to say, you, "Okay, I'm willing to give you that," and we can move forward. And what but he's it, not willing but, to do that, and and that's really basic. It's just what, like I said, this is a, following this is, the rules. This is a good. This is a good closing one. Like, yeah. so what? Jordan knows you want. Mm-hmm. What do you want? We want new elections for our members. We want actual, legitimate elections that are supervised by the state, that are run according to the rules, according to the bylaws. That's it. Just like, just like it would be wrong for us to participate in an election for any office that was illegitimate. So not not for his spot, just for. Just for, just, and just in general. Just every, just so you don't, but you don't want his account. spot. You don't want his position. His spot comes later. If we get new membership, then all the members can decide what we want to do as far as officer elections. Now, legitimately, yeah, that's what should happen. He should earn his seat. He should win his seat legitimately. He shouldn't cheat to get that seat is what I'm saying. But here's the thing. He's, by not working with us, by not even admitting that that's, what, that's, that's what's happening... The state might have to come in and take care of it anyway. That's why me running for secretary right now is, is freaking them out. Because if I became an executive of the state party, then we would make those decisions. They almost had to. They almost, they are, they almost already lost their charter. But the only reason they didn't was because one vote at the executive level. And if I'm on that board, they know that there's problems. So that's why they're trying to mount this, you know. Uh, offense against me. It's a, it's, a, it's a lot of issues uh, surrounding you, man. It's not a lot of not, not a lot You're of right. issues. Because some, because, of... because politics is so dishonest. People that are dishonest and want to stand on principles, if they show up and they stick with it, they're going to become the enemy of that system. So just to, I mean, in a nutshell, to say it, the truth about politics is that it's dishonest. Yeah, un- un- unless un- until enough honest people. Come into it and get involved. I'm not. It's, if if it was a waste, it's not gonna be overnight thing. I, I understand that. It. Yeah, it wouldn't be overnight thing, and it, it I won't say waste of time. But like, but, I'm encouraged by some people that are getting involved now. I'm encouraged by, I, and and there are great people outside of politics that actually make a big impact too. But see, the thing about politics that I <clears> I just I, and that's why I feel like it always not always gonna be the way it is, but mm-hmm. why it's so hard because this is you got team sports. Let's just think of teams. Yeah. You got team sports where you got a football team. Mm-hmm. Only but so many players are allowed in the field at one time, right? Yeah. Cool. Um, but you got a whole whole roster, but mm-hmm. they got to play their role. Yeah. So you don't have the defensive back trying to be the quarterback. Right. He's being a defensive back. Mm-hmm. He's playing his role. Mm-hmm. Most times teams win to the bowl by everybody playing their role, mm-hmm. best of their ability, mm-hmm. da 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 Right. And in politics, 
the team is so wide. Right. In, in you politics, have somebody that the, should just be pushing paper, not pushing paper, but let's say you're right. 14, you're knocking right. on doors, right? The person that's knocking on doors shouldn't be trying to be this particular person. They should be knocking on doors, be right. your best at that first, yeah, yeah, yeah. and work your way up. Exactly. But everybody wants to, it seems like everybody wants to kind of do everything. They want shortcuts. They want to just jump and that, up. And, and, and as a team, you're never, never going to win that way. And mm-hmm. you got to think, as a team, I'm talking about not even just Georgia, but just, just let's just say Georgia. Mm-hmm. And let's say we got so many, Savannah, Dublin, all them places you name. If there's so many inconsistencies in all well, them areas, yeah. how is Georgia as a whole going to ever be represented correctly anyway? Well, that's, that's why we need this change. That's why I'm so passionate about fighting for it. Because once we, here's the thing, once we can create a new culture within our own politics, because it's not, it's, it's, they, they do it better in some places. You know, it's not, it's not as cannibalistic. It's not as infighting. But the GOP, the, the Republicans, they always say this about Democrats. They say, we eat our own. That's it what seemed, they, Well, the whole podcast seems like what we've been doing. Yeah, yeah. That's what they say, right? That's the <laughs> culture. But that's, you understand. That's Democratic the culture beef. I'm, but that's the culture I'm, I'm actively fighting against. I know people want to say that I'm the disruptor or I'm the person just, you know, destroying things. No, I'm making a new lane for people to be more honest. I've liked your take on these things. I mean, I, I, I don't have no no no. And here's the thing. So should, I like your take. You've probably heard from a lot of, from who, if, if people are talking about me. I don't have main city, connection, but I didn't know who you were. Yeah. Like, so I had to, call, you know, I'm, right. not, I'm just a black kid, man. I don't be knowing people like that. So I was like, yo, you know this dude? I have two, I have Ken. I know Ken Macon. He's a good yeah. guy of mine. And I, I just in his pocket, I don't know politics like what, that well. He right. he can talk that talk. Sure. So I I, I talked you know talked to him. He couldn't really tell me too much. He said you know do what you want to do. Da, da, da. Nobody gonna tell me no. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't know. I didn't. I mean I didn't get no. I couldn't get no real thing on and you. I, I think talk people to Ken was, just on a personal level, like not even on. Podcasts, I think he would just like, don't want to say like oh he's a bad guy because nobody. I heard. Well, Ken don't really heard, know. I mean we have. I had good things. Only, only only heard good things about you. Okay. I mean I just felt like. I'm like it has to be something more because it's no way that these stories just come out no, of nowhere. No, it's thick. It's a whole. It's a whole. But everybody ecosystem. said good things about you, so it's like it's like even. Well, that's the thing you gotta understand. For ten years, I was that dude. For ten years, if somebody was running for office, one needed connections, needed needed some kind of need to build a bridge. I told you about the, the thing with the churches, right? Yeah, yeah. You did tell me that. That, in the beginning, that, yeah. that came off real your peak organic. moment. That's your peak moment. Yeah, that came off real organic because I already knew this pastor. And knew this community and came up with these people that were dealing with this issue. Da, da, da. Like for 10 years, I was that dude. All that changed as soon as I said, wait a minute, y'all lying to these people. We got to do better than this. That's what, and, and what's funny is I had folks hit me up after, um, after they arrested me. They were like, Joe, what are they doing? Why are they coming after you? You're and trespassing. People, how, you, how you trespassing at your own party? That's How you funny. get elected to your position and you trespassing just by sitting there? Were you shocked that day? Or was it like, eh, well, here's the thing. I said, they asked me to leave. So they sent me the letter in January saying, don't come back. And it's so crazy, the letter they sent me. But the meet was in February. Right. right? No, 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 no. January, they sent me the letter. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. January, there was the election that happened where they tried to accuse me. Uh, they tried to say I was being disruptive. So they sent me the letter. I received the letter in, in February. I went to that meeting with the letter. And there's about a 25-minute meeting. Holding your hand. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. Both gotcha. times, though. See, in February, I walk in, and the camera's behind me. And I'm walking through. And even in that video, you see commissioners. You see the executives. And I'm not arrested in that video. All I'm, They asked me to leave. The, the police officers come up to me. I'm sitting there just like I'm sitting right here. And they asked me to leave, but they don't explain why. And I hold the letter. I'm telling them, can you explain to me why I got to leave or what, what the basis is for this letter? They don't know anything about it. They don't care. They just asked me to leave. I'm like, okay. And then they actually do it. And that's the other, that's the other moment I, I would love to have 
uh, body cam footage from because I was about to get in my car and because I didn't leave fast enough, he was he, the dude was uh, uh, was threatening to arrest me again. No reason, no cause, no explanation at all at all as to why they're trying to ask me to leave. But you know what it is though, they got a call on me, a call. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, I got and you. If you anytime the police have a call on you, it's it's officer's discretion. And they just, they didn't do any investigation. They just, they said, okay, she doesn't want him here. Cool. We'll get him out. That was the whole idea. So then March, I'm between February and March. I'm asking the state. I'm asking the county. I'm asking everybody, is this letter legit? I'm asking, what is the legal, what is the legal grounds for any of this? Because right now you've infringed on first amendment. This is a public space. I was elected to the seat and you're saying I can't be there. That's infringing on first amendment. Right. Free speech and, and assembly. So the party is already on hot, is, is on thin ice because if you start doing that to members, what you're telling people, what you're telling the public is you're not welcome here unless we give you the okay, unless you're cool with us. And that's intimidation. So we're hurting ourselves. We're, we're suppressing our own vote and our own involvement. All I'm doing is saying we need to clean this up. And so March, I go, that's the one that you saw where I go up, I stand next to the officer, and he walks me out. That's the time I got arrested. See, the first time I asked them, when they asked me to leave, I said, are you asking me to leave? For good? Are you asking me to leave just this meeting? Are you? They wouldn't specify because they couldn't. They knew that they couldn't. You said it was a camera behind you when you walked in. Yeah, the first. So you 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 already knew to record when you went in there. We we knew to record what was happening okay. because we didn't know what they were going to do. We just it was the first meeting after I got that letter, but and, we had already been recording and, every other meeting. And just okay, so pretty much any other meeting you walked into, mm-hmm. and when you walked in, they it was, it was, it was they were recording you. We, we were recording. Just, but, but not just not behind you recording you though. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, that time because I was walking in. Okay, <laughs> we didn't know what they was gonna do. And now, like I said, I'm not to me personally. Like I said, it seems like y'all got your own inner line things you have to work out there. But I, I would, I would, I guess I would deem that to be like unusual. Yeah, maybe. I can't it say is. destructive, but it's absolutely it's unusual unusual. if that's right. not, if that's not happening at every meeting, and then all of a sudden. If we have a meeting right here every every time, meeting talking every day, right? And then one day I come here and I got somebody just recording everything we say, which I mean, we've been doing it though. But like, and I'm just, you know, I'm just asking you questions. It's not like, oh, why are you disrupting how we normally do things? But but that's I not what happened. No, I, get it, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm and, just and, and, and I'm was, only asking but here's questions. Here's interesting about these questions too. You gotta understand, like, we live in such a culture right now that just the reality of it is, we can't trust anybody. That's a fact. You can't trust anything. Everything's got an extra agenda. Everything's got another side. Everything's got an angle. Maybe they're trying to pitch you on this or they're trying to slight you on that. So sometimes the actual what's actually happening is really hard to determine. And I give everybody all the space they need to do their, to do their own research. I encourage anybody and everybody to do your own research. You don't have to believe a word I said through this entire interview. Watch the videos and go back to the beginning. Go back to the source. You'll understand why I had to record myself. You'll understand why for my own safety... That people had lied on us. You have, you'll understand that all of this graduated and escalated, but we were never the source of that escalation. We just wanted to participate in the political process, and everybody has a right to do that, and that's what we're fighting for, ultimately. That's what we're fighting for. Right. We're, we, it's a shame that we have to fight the Democratic Party to do that, but we're never going to win. We're never going to beat the GOP if we don't grow and we don't open ourselves up. And the, the first obstacle to us is ourselves right now. That's our first obstacle. You met, you mentioned, uh, and I'm, I'm gonna end the outside in two two hours, so we got like five minutes. I didn't know it was gonna be um, I, I I thought me <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I didn't know how it was gonna work out. But I do want to ask this, and this is a good ending because you just something you just said. Mm. You said that every it's it's like you never you can't believe anything, you mm. can't trust anything. 
There's always an agenda. And you telling your story right now, what would be your agenda for that, for you telling your story? And why do you feel like it's important for people to know what's going on? Progress. Progress. That's it. Your agenda is just progress. We, change. Yeah. yeah. Move we, forward. We're not going to get better health care. We're not going to get uh, better child care. We're not going to get better education. We're not going to get better birth rates. We're not going to get better outcomes. Like I said before, we're setting people up for certain outcomes. That's, that's the fact. We, you go to a certain school, you're born in a certain area, you set up for a certain outcome. One of those outcomes actually is political involvement. Right now, what we're setting ourselves up for is to say only people with certain influence, only people that are in a certain club will make the decisions for us. That's wrong. That's not progress. That's not how we get it. We have to break through that. The only reason I'm relevant at all, the only reason anybody, anybody's talking about me, the only reason they got, that I got, I got arrested is because I put my agenda of progress before politics, before lying to folks, before my own personal aspirations. Think about it. If I really, if I was one of these folks that just was hustling for myself and knew I needed to get every dollar and climb the ladder for my own success, this would not be the way to do it. <laughs> this would not be the safe route to do it. But that's not my training. My training well, comes from the activist side. My training comes from movement building. My training comes from political involvement. My training comes from reading the words of, uh, of activists and revolutionaries my whole life. I do, but I do, I do very, very much so believe in the saying of sometimes you take two steps back, take ten forward. You could be in two steps back yeah. right now. So I'm not saying... Well, that's what's funny about it. Somebody said the other day, somebody said, I think tonight actually, he said, don't call it a comeback. He was always here. And it's because two years ago, people thought that I was going to be done. People thought I was getting... I was being uh, uh, railroaded. Disruptive? No, no, no. They, uh, thought, they thought I was... They thought that it was going to work. All the negative press about me was going to work. They thought that uh, I, my political career was over. They, mm. they, they, they have said... That, here's the thing. The arrest... And the and the and the um the restraining order, that's not even the worst things that they've said about me. Restraining order, I want to I want to I want to do yeah. and I, and I end with that, but I did want to say I want to um, that being the deleted scenes. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the w- to to get those tickets, yeah, I guess I have to ask this question because I wrote sure. it right down. And you could say yes, no. You could give me a long answer. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. To get those tickets from Miss Jeannie. Gene Amber, yeah. Gene Amber. Were there, was there any at all mm-hmm. manipulation? Mm-mm. All right. I only asked it because, I mean, I, I just heard the word. I didn't know if it was more somebody saying you manipulated. Hold on. People trying to say I manipulated her? Just, no, no. Just words that about you. Like, I got um, antics, rebel. Like, people say you're a rebel. You like to, you know, change, create change, and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but it, say it could be manipulative. Meaning that, like, let's say the podcast, right? Let's say... They say, um, I don't know, people say I need to watch out. Me personally, I don't feel like I do. I, I don't care about stuff like that. that. It don't bother me. I'm, I mean, I don't, nobody can, I don't think nobody can come in here what I, what I do. And Hold on. Here's, here's what they're afraid of. They're, they think I'm recording this podcast. Well, hey. Because that's what they're so afraid of. They think, because that's the worst thing I ever did to these folks was record my interaction with them for my own protection. I mean that's like I said I don't have no I don't have no ties to anybody in politics. I don't understand what people just kept saying. It's crazy. Watch, it's, I'm it's like ridiculous. It's, it's whatever it's to me. But yeah. um, no, yeah. here's, here's here's what it. Uh, and and that's why I'm, I'm so confident about it. I mean, 
for somebody to say that I'm manipulative, that's, that's, that's really fun. That's kind of projection on their part because... But Democrats are just... I mean, not Democrats, but politics in, in general is manipulative. I mean, it can you, be. I you mean, have to. You have, yeah, to, you you have gotta, to try to sell me what, to vote for you. you gotta, yeah, you got to try and convince people to do certain things. So Absolutely, that's manipulation 100%. at its finest, right? I mean, I get, manipulation kind of has a connotation that is... Uh, that is that is basically dishonest. That instead of me saying, I'm trying to, if I'm trying to convince you of something, I really want you to do it. I really want you to buy into it. I'm going to tell you the best things about that thing, and I'm going to try to make you feel like you definitely got to have it. Now, I can tell you truthful things about it to make you feel good about it. But if I lie to you, if I try, if I, if I'm telling you things that's not true, then I'm manipulating you to get that thing. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, what, what if- and that's, that's the connotation that's a little different. And the thing is, I'm, I was buying tickets. Like, how did I manipulate her by calling her and saying, I would like to buy two tickets and is where it, do did, I pick these did, up? Did, did because you, if she, if she said to pick them up. Did you record that too? When you called her to get the tickets? I didn't record every phone conversation, Okay, but I have the call logs of the, of the conversations that I had. Gotcha. So I have the call gotcha. logs of showing, here's when I called, here's when I called, here's when we talked. And I have the, the, actually the most important recording I have is of her calling me back and leaving a message. So her message to me was about buying the tickets. Okay. And in and in the, and in the message, she acknowledges that she knows it's a representative of the Trent Smith campaign. I mean, like, to me, like my thing is my main thing is like I feel like when people that listen to it and that listen all the way through and stuff like that, whether however they feel about you, yeah. like they, I think me asking the question, I'm asking would be able to let them have a better judgment of yeah. Who, and they who, who, and I have that 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 recording of her calling me back and of the picture. So here's what I did when I got there because already my mom was already worried about me. You gotta understand. After years of other people lying about me, saying not even this not we haven't even talked about the worst stuff that they put out there that I had to deal with. By the time it came back to me, I'm like, are you serious? But it's all just you know just talk, right? So then, uh, so then that escalated into what this is, right? And then them actually trying to like you know it, it really coerce her. They're trying to manipulate her. The executives, she wasn't going to do that. She wasn't going to get out a restraining order. They told her, and this is this is also in the recordings that people can watch online. We have it. She told the judge in her court appearance that the executives told her that they had an, a restraining order on me and she needed to get one for her protection. But the county never had a restraining order on me. So that's that's plain and simple right there. That's the fact right there. You ain't got to believe anything I say. If the, if the only thing you do is watch that and see in her own words, she tells the judge that the county said they had a restraining you, order you, and you they told her to get one. You yeah. posted it? It's like been on there for months. You got to tag me. You got to tag me. I'll you got a lot of videos, brother. Absolutely. Right. That's the thing. Like People, they were so paranoid because I was recording stuff. They were trying to say, oh, he's going he's gonna to try and get us on something. No, I'm trying to get you on doing the job, doing the work. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm 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 recording this business because a business meeting doesn't happen if you don't have minutes to support it. And that was could another you, problem. Could you could, could you understand like where somebody like me, um, anybody that's Democrat that that wants to vote Democrat will have like their inhibitions of doing so when y'all got so much going. And it's not. Well, this, this, I'm, this, I gotta be clear. It's not this. all Democrats. It's okay, not, not all. And a not lot all. of folks that run for office. But you mentioned that have their own stuff that you got to look into. To These me, are the people that you're not paying attention to. That people, more people, need to pay attention to. That, that's that's true. So to me, it's, yeah. it's you versus, well, not even you versus, but let's just say you versus whatever team mm-hmm. is against you, mm-hmm. and Democrats. There's probably one of you. Not you, but there, one of there you is. I've met everywhere. I've, I've met a version of me in New Hampshire. I met a version okay. of me in Athens. I met a version of me in Muskogee. So I met with, a that, of me, with that being yeah. said, that's already enough to me. It's like when something not get done, and to know that like 
they having these little issues with, mm-hmm. with amongst each other. It's kind of like, what, what y'all going to take care of us or y'all going to keep taking care of each other? You know? And, I mean, I, you, you know, I get it. You know You're what right. I'm saying? It's You're almost right. like when I'm at work. I'm with you. If I'm at work. I'm with you. Let me tell you right now. If I'm at work, right? I can say where I work at. But if I'm at work and I got a problem with another person and there's a customer that needs some help. And I can help that person. Right. But I don't, I don't like him. I yeah. don't like her. Yeah, yeah. I don't like him. And I, I I hear what they saying. I could I could turn around and say, oh no, it's this 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 that. But I'm like, mm, nah. Right. You know. So here's I'll, the thing. I'll, I'll, I'll really I love that customer. analogy. That's great. I love that analogy. You know why? Because the customer is the people, right? We are the people. Okay. And the two people that's fighting, right, are mm-hmm. me and somebody else, right? Or like half the party, another half the party, right? The person's not getting helped, and we're fighting, but one of us is trying to help. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're you're the guy that's helping her, but don't know not don't know. But, but it's, helping and it's, her. And it's, I'm not but even, I could I could turn around and help, but I'm, I'm not helping. And it, right, and it, are you helping yourself? Because once again, nobody the, the wins per- when a family feuds. Exactly, right? but I'm trying to tell you. Understand in reality here, it's not an analogy. It's real. I am a professional. I do this for a living. These people that's coming after me are not professionals. They have not run these campaigns. They don't know how to help you. To be quite honest with you, they do not know how to help the customer. So they're, they're like the and they don't and they don't care that they're not helping the customer, but they will rather make me look bad than lose their own authority, than lose their job, than lose their hours. Right? Sound like, sound like my boss. Hey, I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you, there are people. Right? This this is a real analogy. I'm trying to help help folks understand. This is what's actually happening all over the country. If you feel like the government is not working for you, you're right, and it's because of people in the government who are just taking care of themselves. Right. And then there's the people that's trying to help you. And they're the ones that's getting put down because if they get advanced, then that's going to hurt the folks that's just looking out for themselves. And that's 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 a great analogy, actually. I I love that because you said it. I'm not going to lie. Hey, hey, you said it, though. And I'm and and if you look at my resume versus any of those people that's coming after me, it'll be very clear as to why they don't actually work in this business. They talk a lot of talk about this business. They don't actually work in it. I work in it. I get paid to do this directly because what I bring to it is valuable. I stay involved because it's not about the money. I, I told an organization the other day that was trying to hire me. I said, look, even if you don't hire me, I'll do some of this stuff for free because I care about the issues. Because I don't separate myself from Harrisburg. I don't separate myself from my son that's got diabetes. I don't, care. I don't separate myself from... Uh, my mom that runs a community garden and my friends, my veteran friends that can't get their benefits. I don't separate myself from the people out here that uh, don't have a living wage, can't make 15 an hour or can't get more than 25 hours a week. Like, that's me. <laughs> that's that's and, and, and to be straight up honest with you, when I'm not doing campaigns, I'm delivering food. You know why? Because delivering food actually pays okay. But, <laughs> and it gives you some freedom. But, I would rather do service jobs than pretend to be in any other position than just give myself a title and pretend to be important uh, because that's not what real people do. That's not what that's not what real people have to deal with. So I mean, that's yeah. Sorry, I know I went on a little preacher there, but no, nah, I man, hey man, you got you got to do man. Um, uh, you know, it's politicking, man. Um, <laughs> But um, I know, yeah, right? The mic's in front of me, right? Yeah. Now you did good. <laughs> this, this probably one of the best people I um had uh, talking on the mic in a minute. Just as far as not moving away from the damn mic. Sometimes people do this. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, bro, mic right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's been real, man. It's I'm been not fun. sure why you do I that. Appreciate but, it. Um, no, nah, it was cool. Like I said, to me, and I, I don't, like I said, I don't have no um 
no no clicks. It's me. Everything I you see, I'm the camera guy, yeah. the sound guy. I'm all of that stuff. I don't have no um click. I don't have I don't have that. Right. So I say that to say like I whether you know people listening or believe you or agree with you, or whatever it can be, I just feel like I did my due diligence asking anything that yeah. I had to ask. You know it's beautiful you did a great I just job realized, so me. The background here being done by Baruti is like that's that's really hitting me because uh him and his family, we go back. And he's always been a real source of inspiration for me. And there's a lot of people in this community that, if I can, real quick, like, I know it's been about me for the last two hours, but um, Boys and Girls Club, Carlos Carter, uh, I mean, my, my old music teacher, my teachers over here, Molly Ball in Richmond, like, a lot of y'all helped me get through this last two years in a way that, like, if it wasn't for community, it just wouldn't have happened for me. I would have been in a deep depression or whatever because people were really coming after me and really wanted me to do hard time. Like, if they had won, I would have been in jail for 30 days and had a $1,000 fine just for being a place that I knew I was supposed to be able to be. And, I mean, I talk, talking about the home and the homestead and how, you know, people don't, you know, dog on Augusta. Like, Augusta versus everybody else, that's how I felt, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Me versus everybody else the last little bit. And I just want to give thanks to whoever's listening that might have been, might have stayed on with me because a lot of y'all did. Karen Gordon, fantastic. A lot of y'all, like, had always been an inspiration to me, had always been a source of positivity to me and kept me grounded. And through the, through the course of this, I didn't lose any of y'all. I lost a lot of folks that don't know me. I lost, I lost some folks that never really gave me a shot. I lost folks that, for whatever reason, they picked a side and they picked it early and they stuck with it. But, um, no, nah, I appreciate everybody, and I appreciate you for giving me the little spot today. Cause back to that picture that was posted, that's petty. That's just that's all it is. That that the reason we on here tonight because a picture was posted on Twitter, Facebook, all over to to uh, to celebrate the fact that Jordan Johnson is getting his position that he's about to take, which is actually three months late. He was led to that on October 25th. He should have taken office immediately, October 27th or 26th. But um, He's waited till the new year to have a whole program you, to himself. You had hit me up before that, that right? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, so I, I had already been thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, we that, have been kind of back I, and that, forth. That's yeah. me was like, okay, let me, let me go ahead and yeah. do this. But the reason we're here tonight, honestly, is because um, they took a picture of me that was taken back in 12, before I even knew Jordan, before anybody, you know, before we, we had, before I, I met Jordan in 2015 and we talked about him taking over some stuff uh, that I was more than happy to train him on and, and get him, you know, get him going on. But now that he took that position, that was a dig. That was very obvious. There's no way, I don't even know where he got that picture from, honestly, because back in 12, I wouldn't even on Facebook to put that picture somewhere. But it's, it's a picture of me holding an Obama sign and it's next to somebody else who actually also got like kicked out of the party. Um, and then it's two stock photos, like Google images of people doing politics. Like, it's the weirdest thing. And other executives right now, current executives, told him they, didn't, they weren't comfortable with that. They was like, why, why are we doing this? Why are we sending this? this that's, a, that's a mixed message. Because to some people, it might sound like or might look like I condone it. Like, yeah, we're on the same team now. We're good to go. No, no, no. You haven't talked to me. Like, I'm still waiting. Mm. I'm still waiting to hear. But, you know, but, that's, but it's like sneaky enough. That if you don't know that or you're not with it, you know, my reaction to it might look like I'm trolling or might look like I'm, you know, blowing things up or I'm out of proportion or whatever. Nah, I'm just trying to set a new tone for things that, like, if you do something wrong, speak up. You know what I'm saying? Like, or if 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 you're lying to people, like, speak up. Or if, you know, we're we off track because we because y'all doing all this instead of what we should be doing, speak up. 
Right, um, right. We we're going to, and, and that's the thing is it's more it's more that idea is, is not is not crazy up in the Midwest. It's not crazy out out west. It's only crazy here. You speak up and they look at you like you're funny. You know what I'm saying? That's the, I think that's more just southern. Yeah, exactly. In general, exactly. Like, just, I just know where I'm like where I'm from. Just being. It ain't no thing in Brooklyn different. for somebody to just yeah. be like, you know. <laughs> well, you know, everybody everybody has a voice in their own. So yeah. it's like, you know, it's different down here. Down here it's like it's they gotta But why is that you think? I mean, come on, like we down in the, the south. I mean, that's why. I mean, it's just I, I don't know, it's, it's it's clear cut to me. It's not it's not it's not mathematics, not um it's not hard. It's just it's always been that way and they got that it's a it's a rule, not they, but it's a it's a regional thing of if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, and that's just how. To, but I think it I comes from a really painful history. I think it comes from that's 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 the subjugation yeah, that's of evident. of people. Yeah, and of and that's probably why why I don't mesh with it because uh, straight up I don't I don't I, this is not I, I don't have like my family generations don't go back a bunch here right. My mom's from Chicago and and the West Coast, and I clash with the idea that I should just have to bow down to anybody that's just that's that is actually living a lifestyle that's oppressive you know um they so want to call me a rebel you, you're a rebel with a cause then i, I mean you're not a rebel at all I, i'm if i'm a rebel it's because i'm in the middle of people that are doing things that they shouldn't be doing or oppressing communities in ways that they're not even conscious of like we aren't even conscious of the fact that the reason our communities are laid the way they are is for development, is for money, is for the, is for an organization of people. Harrisburg was built on top of what used to be uh, slaves' quarters. The old Confederate powder works is still standing there. It's not by, it's, now it's the cyber center, but that's where uh, black and white folks were making bullets that ended up killing people in the Civil War. Battle Row is a street that's named literally for battle because that's the street that they would take the bullets and the muskets from the Confederate Powder Works to the Arsenal, which is now the campus of Augusta College, um, uh, the Somerville campus. Do you see yourself getting a street now after you here? I'm not. That ain't, I don't, that's not. Do you see it, though? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I, but well, that, What would you want to call that's it? That's not even. I mean, if somebody going to name somebody, you might as well you train them, but I'm not. Uh. That's not even. Why not you change? Like, I, I, don't, I don't care about that. You know why? Because when I'm dead, I'm not going to be on that street. Like, why, not be, why, why not use Change Boulevard? Change know? Boulevard. Hey, let's do that. I love Reform, that. I've been in cities Reform where street. they do that. They put Change Street, Peace Street, Reform Street. That'd be great. Do that. All through Harrisburg. Rename the things not after old white men, but after qualities and perspectives that we want to have. Do that, please, in my honor. But moving forward, like, like these things are by design. They're not by accident. And if we still walking around with the idea that it's okay to treat people a certain type of way because of how they look, who they love, and what they believe, or because they'll speak up when something's wrong, then... You know, then we're still we're we're still uh, we're still under that we're still we're still under that 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 uh, that idea that oppressive um, um, philosophy. All right. Well, um, I do want to say I do uh, wish you the best. I guess Appreciate from it. now to April 2020, it seems like that's how long you got to wait to see if you're going to win this this issue. I mean, I, I, this is the thing. We already won it. We know we won it. Um, if they if if Avida Pascal actually goes through with refiling charges. Um, it's only going to be worse for the county because uh, if I had enough money to go on offense, I certainly could. And I could do a lot of damage to the state party and the county party. I'm choosing not to because that's 
First of all, I'm poor. But I'm not, second of all, I, I, that's not even in my, even if I had the money, I wouldn't spend it on that. I'm running for Secretary of the State Party. So you might sue them. I'm not, I, I don't want to sue them. I don't, at this point, plan to sue them. It's not, it, I still think that we can get together. I still think that Jordan can pick up the phone and we can restart. I still think that if I get elected secretary, we can have an executive committee of the state party that actually works ever, on. Do you ever think about, like, not not you, but just people in, just in your party in, in general? Yeah, I know y'all got your chapter numbers and all these phone numbers. Yeah, I don't think about just meet, some meeting up. Like, sometimes, like, say if I got a, not an issue with somebody, right? I just meet up. Yeah. I, I go knock on doors. Anytime. Whatever I got to do. And be like, hey, what's Anytime. up? Yeah, sometimes people they don't answer the phone. I'm like, all right, cool. I know you live. Not you. I'm just saying. Too. Like that's, what, that's how. In my, in my words, what we Hold do. Hold up now. If I showed up to somebody's house, well, yeah, trespassing. definitely calling. Yeah, trespassing. They definitely calling you're, the police. You're, on you're, me. you're, you're, you're on charges. I'm straight in this land. Right? No, oh, man. But it was good talking to you, man. Um, <laughs> yes, sir. More than masters, man. You know what I'm saying? Joe Trainer. Absolutely more than um, masters. Thank you for joining me. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for clearing the air on a lot of things. And um, I just wish you the best. You know what I'm saying? I hope that uh. Yeah, able to come to some kind of terms because I don't want to see issues. I want to see issues being resolved. Yeah. So hopefully I can do that tomorrow. You air yeah. this program, it won't even be up maybe twenty four hours. Hopefully I drop on Mondays. I drop on Mondays. Tuesday, so. Tuesday evening. I better get that call, and and you know, and we'll see. We'll see. Where we go from there. All right, man. Morning, masters, man. I'm out.